Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new here? Ooh, what are you doing, Hepe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Um, nothing. Uh, it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. And in this show, right here, right now, you get to be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you be somebody in the hideout. Also, the instant messenger, Real Radio Hideout, that is on AOL. Real Radio Hideout. Chunks, executive producer of the Hideout, is here. Tommy Bateman, director and responsible for the content on the Hideout page on realradio.fm. He is here. Putin, the countdown to losing Putin. We are now uh, only two days left, including tonight, uh, with Putin screening your phone calls at the aforementioned phone numbers. And Deuce Childeron is also here, uh, rounding out the Hideout. On this, a Thursday evening with so, so much to talk about. Um, in fact, I'm going to run through what we have going on, Dubs. Okay. And uh, jam-packed show. So if you want to get in, get in early. Jin from the Genitorchers um, will be joining us tonight in the Hideout, J-Dubs. They have a show coming up Thursday, uh, actually Saturday night in um, uh, St. Pete. And I will be at that show. We will be giving out tickets to that show. But Jen from the Jenna Torturers will be joining us in the hideout this evening. Also, too, um, from Best Life Magazine, the guy's going to come on the show and talk about how to be the perfect husband. <laughs> uh, many wives would say, uh, uh, not breathing. That's the perfect husband. Um, but we will uh, chat that up during the 9 o'clock hour. Jen will be in the second hour of the hideout tonight. We have to talk about the Clear Channel Holiday Party. I recommend right now going to Monsters.fm and seeing Skid Happens. We'll yeah, Skid Happens is great. I know uh, we'll talk about it a little bit more in depth, but if you have not seen the video, you have to go to Monsters.fm and see what happened to Daniel and Blackbean. And a lot of uh, stories about the prize giveaways. Uh, yeah, the Skid Happens twice last night. <laughs> I was going to say... Also related to the holiday party, someone in this building should fear for their life because Tommy Bateman's serial killer woman hater uh, got hosed in a big time way. Stupid old. All right, hey, calm down. <laughs> um, it worries me because I can see his mouth moving and mm. I know what he's saying. I, you can definitely tell uh, what uh, swear words are being yelled into the mic this off. Uh, hey, come on. Seriously. I don't know if that's getting through or not. <laughs> um, also coming up tonight, too, I have a song from a mystery artist that I want to play for you. 
that you will be. I think you'll be in shock by who it is, because it's really it's not that bad. The song. Uh, Ten reasons to drink during the holidays. Mel Gibson gonna do a Holocaust uh, movie. But ironic, <laughs> considering his pops uh, doesn't think it actually happened. So we'll talk about that a little bit. I have audio of the Katrina hearings on Capitol Hill. I have a, a game show, of course, the usual hideout headlines game show, plus I have a little sports game show that I want to do for you. Um, I guess on uh, realradio.fm there's pictures of Chunks' back that he's been in the ER twice this week for. and I, get, I haven't gone to see the photos yet. I looked at the photos earlier. They are disturbing. But first, let's kick off the show, Dubs, here uh the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Uh, with what everyone's been talking about, especially because of the fact that the guy was from Maitland, Florida. And that's I'm sure the- I've walked into him uh, at the Wendy's a couple times. Well, that and the 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. The one, by the way, does Maitland maybe have the most 7-Elevens per... Per square inch, yeah, or uh, per square mile. There's I mean, literally three within a half mile of the station. Yeah, there's three walking distance from where we're sitting right now. Don't get me wrong. I love me some 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. I give them a lot of money every day. I like it because uh, each of them are different in their own way. I don't like it because you can't get a lot of the same stuff. That's why I like it. I know if I want to go uh, get... Uh, fresh taquitos. There's a certain one that has the better taquitos. If I want a diet monster, there's one where that has a diet monster. And if I want, you know, gas, there's one that has uh, more than one pump. Right, exactly. Huh. So anyway, though, um, this guy, Rigoberto, um, 44-year-old dude. You've heard the story already. He was on a flight. I guess I was heading from Miami back to here, Orlando. Mm-hmm. And he got up uh, in the uh, in the aisleway, said he couldn't handle being on the plane anymore, and uh, wanted to get off the plane, and eventually got off the plane. Let's see here. A uh, U.S. Marshal shot and killed him. It was an American Airlines uh, con- acting, quote-unquote, consistent with their training, and an investigation will determine if any charges need to be, uh, or if there will be any changes in the op- operating procedures, at least according to the White House. Now, officials have been saying that he said he had a bomb in his backpack. And apparently the guy is mentally ill. And from what now eyewitnesses are telling time is that the word bomb was never mentioned on the plane. So now whether he said it in the jetway, and that's where he was shot. Not on the plane, but in the jetway, right? Yeah, he uh, he wasn't shot on the plane. Is that correct? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. I'm an idiot, but the jetway is like the walk from... I thought from they the, called it a tarmac. The tarmac's actually where you take off from. Oh, that's the runway. That's the runway. Well, not where you take off from, but, you know, you're... Putin? I think the runway is made of tarmac. It's right. some special concrete, isn't it? I didn't know. No, I don't know. If you're right... Yeah, I... I always thought the tarmac was oh, where the where the uh, planes are parked and everything, and where they uh, they uh, get traffic through. So what's that neat little calip- caterpillar thing then? Is that the jetway, the thing that comes out and meets you at the door of the airplane that you have to walk from the, the lob the terminal to the plane? I didn't know there was a name for that. I think that's the jetway. What'd you think it was? So that's the jetway, but I always thought that I was. I thought the it was tarmac. a hallway. 
It's not a hallway. And by the way, I think that I've always wanted to drive one of those. I think driving, like driving that little caterpillar thing mm. up to the plane would be a lot of fun. It probably only takes two minutes, but still, one day in my life, I'd like to do that. Doesn't it go really slow? I don't care. You have to line it up. Lock it right in. 407 star one four one on your singular wireless phone. Do you notice how sad my life is if really one of my big dreams <laughs> is to drive that little Caterpillar jetway tarmac thing that we're trying to figure out the name of? Uh, Nathan in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Nathan? Not much. How are you guys doing? All right, buddy. All right. I used to work out at Orlando International Airport mm-hmm. for an airline that's now, like, bankrupt or whatever. Um, Many to choose from there. Yeah, I think it's all of them now. Exactly. But uh, the jetway is the funny caterpillar thing that extends from the terminal, which is where you stand and get, give them your boarding pass, mm. to the plane. Okay. All What's right. the tarmac, then? The tarmac is actually that section of... Uh, of ground where the plane is sitting on yeah. up until you reach the runway, which is where they take off from. Ah. Oh, see, so, all my life I thought the Caterpillar thing was the tarmac. Now, when people are talking about being stuck on the tarmac forever, that's when they're just parked there and they, right. they haven't been able to move. Yeah. Mm, all right. Hey, thank you very much, Nathan. Appreciate thank it, you. buddy. Hey, I love learning stuff here in the hideout. Mm. And, and that feels like something that we should already know. Yeah, but they don't have they don't teach that in class. No. Um, let's go to ladies first in the hideout. Melissa in Ocala somewhere. We got a, Melissa. Hey, how are you? All right. Good. Um, I was actually just wondering the guy on the plane. Uh, you know, I've heard that he had a mental illness, but what kind of mental illness does he have? Everyone, according to reports, they're saying the wife is saying he was bipolar. Yeah, that's what, that's what I heard. Hearing. Bipolar. That's what I've been hearing all day. And I happen to believe that uh, Mr. Phillips is correct in saying that this was probably the case of a guy, more than likely, who was looking for suicide but didn't want to do it himself and had one of those cop, you know, death-by-cop kind of suicide. Well, really? No, apparently he was not on their meds. Uh, yeah, he wasn't on the meds. I just think he uh, he flipped out a little bit, wasn't on his meds, and uh, ended up getting shot over, uh, not being right in his head. I, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to, to consider there. Thank you for the phone call, Melissa. All right, so he was in the jetway. He was in the thing that I want to drive. Is that where he was shot at? Yeah, apparently. Uh, and everything that I'm reading, too, like I read the little excerpt from Time, where the eyewitnesses, they're like, the dude was normal. He was eating a sandwich while he was waiting to get on the plane. And then uh, he was like just a normal normal dude. Then all of a sudden he starts freaking out. Terry in Orlando, you're in the hideout on World Radio. What's up, Terry? Hey, how you guys doing? All right, buddy. Um, yeah, I read uh, on the internet, it said that they kicked, he, he said he was freaking out, he didn't, he didn't get his medicine on the plane, so they kicked him off, and then he said that he had a bomb, and he, he reached for his bag, and that's when they shot him. Yeah, and I think that was what he was, but apparently, and eyewitnesses are saying, when he was on the plane, he the bomb, bomb never came up on the plane. Yeah, the word bomb never uh, came up until he was off. Apparently, it was when he was alone in the jetway. With the Marshals. Now, what do you think, Dubs? Do you think that the Marshals did their job? Yeah, I do. Because I've, I've heard the Marshals getting a lot of praise. I'm I, I'm sure a lot of people out there think that, okay, this went too far. This guy, you know, he was obviously 
mentally ill. But anytime that someone brings up uh, a bomb or something like that and reaches for something, you got to shoot to kill. Or if you if you hesitate, you, a bunch a bunch of people could die. So you have to really kind of just jump right on it and shoot the guy in the head. I don't know where he was shot. That's where I'm hoping. I don't want him to suffer. I don't. I, I agree, but at the same time, I keep hearing how the marshals did their job. I have a tough time agreeing with that statement, and the main the the main reason is because they didn't stop a terrorist. They stopped a loon. They stopped the guy who who didn't have a bomb. If you stop a guy with a bomb, then yeah, you did your job. But if you end up shooting somebody who didn't end up having a bomb, but if he's threatening with bomb, I think that uh, that is just a, the equivalent of him actually having a bomb. You think so? Here's the other thing I've always wondered about because something like this happened when I was going to college, when I was in Lubbock, Texas. There was a kid who had a um, a carjack, mm-hmm. and he went to a he started heading toward an officer and the officer shot and killed him and it was a little kid of color it was a white cop and i always wondered and i'm not blaming anybody on anything but i always wondered and i know katie kirk's catching a lot of crap for it but i always wondered why if you were trained to operate a gun why does it have to be shoot to kill every time? Does it have to be? I believe that's uh, what they're trained for. Shoot, shoot to kill. Because I would think you should be able to be so trained that you should be able to take someone out without killing them. The problem with that is if you are just shooting to disable, uh, a lot of times you shoot and don't disable you know and then they can can end up setting off the bomb yeah no i no i completely understand. and then it gets to a point of uh desperation what could you possibly have to add douche chill well now i don't want to say it no the reason they're probably shooting to kill is unless you're in immediate danger to where you have to shoot them you shouldn't be able to shoot them plus uh dead people don't sue yeah that is well families do estates do Mm -hmm. john he's in american airlines you're in the hideout on road radio what's going on john Hey, I just wanted to let you know that it is, in fact, called a jetway that comes out to the plane, and it's not as easy as it looks because you have several different sizes of planes that you have to match up with. All right, so see, that could it's be... a skill trade. That could be fun. Or do you drive one of these things, John? I I have several times. Um, also... How the, great... Hold on, real fast. How great is it? Is it as great as I think it is? It's, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I see. It's like a video game. You have a lot of pressure on you that if you damage the plane in any way... You're responsible for it. Uh, you know what? Then I don't want the job. Well, the, the pressure's what makes it fun. <laughs> no. You know, the, the, the fact that you can mess up a whole lot of uh, things and yeah. uh, cost a whole lot of money kind of makes it fun. Yeah, but I don't do pressure because I well, do radio you, for a living. You have to take into consideration that you could disable the plane as well. I mean, any kind of damage, the plane's not going to fly. That, All right. So that, that, that's an important gig then. I never realized. <laughs> you are, also, hey, the plane sits on a tarmac. When you get on the plane, the plane is sitting on the tarmac. And it takes off from the runway. Hey, do they let women drive these things? Sure they do. All right, that's a mistake. Hey, one other just thing. Just not Asian ones. Oh. Just, 
just so this lady, uh, you know, I, I feel bad for this family, but uh, if in fact this this guy had any kind of mental problems, uh, you know, she should have advised the the crew, right? And um, that should have been known before that plane ever took off. Because but, well, here's the he, thing: if we start doing that, John. You know how many people in America are on crazy pills? I mean, everyone well, is on Zola. In fact, I look on that side of my uh, hideout between Putin and Bateman, and who knows what douche chill is on. Everybody's on some sort of mind-altering D. pill. Yeah, yeah the, I'm on nothing. What they're accusing him to have, I mean, and that's a long flight from Columbia to to uh, Miami. Had he had any problems, the wife's going to have a hard time. This, yeah, no, is I what hate. I'm trying to say. I got you, and, John. I actually, we're up on a break, buddy, and the phones are packed. I appreciate the phone call, right, though. Then. Thank you, buddy. 407-916-1041, star-1041, if you have a singular wireless phone. All right, I'm willing to take some different things. Yeah, I don't want people to get me wrong in that I'm, like, blaming the marshals. But it's odd to, to me to say it was successful. When it wasn't an actual terrorist being brought down? I think you define success by stopping terrorism, not by shooting a crazy guy. I don't know if you'd call it successful, but uh, effective is uh, another word you know, there, because they were effective. And, they did uh, squash a problem. Yeah, I exactly. will say that. And they didn't, uh, you know, if they, if they would have killed a guy with a bomb, definitely would have been considered more of a success. But they did follow their training, and... Followed it correctly, so all right, let's successful. Take a, we'll take a quick break and come back. By the way, we have audio. Let's come back with some of the audio from like the FBI spokesperson, spokesperson for the air marshals. Um, who was the other piece of tape that we have? Somebody we have um, a representative talking about it. But yeah, we have uh, an FBI spokesperson and also two a uh, spokesperson for the federal air marshals. So we'll take a quick break, come back, more of your phone calls. Plus a lot more to get done. Just getting started in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Anytime there's an individual that's on a plane or is attempting to board a plane and says he has a bomb, we're going to be interested in that from a terrorism nexus. But we don't have that information right now. We're still looking and it's still preliminary. All right, that was actually from yesterday. That was uh, FBI spokesperson Andy... Apollani, basically saying uh, what Dub said. Anyone around an aircraft that mentions a bomb is going to be treated like a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Uh, 407-916-1041, Hefe and Dub's in the hideout. Best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Um, Darkness in Virginia next up in the hideout. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. What you got? Uh, their marshals are already under uh, heightened alert for uh, New York a couple weeks ago. A uh, 56-year-old, I guess, Egyptian guy had traces of explosives in his shoe. I didn't even hear about this. Yeah, it, it was on the news. It, huh. So they were already on heightened alert. All right. Thank, thank you, Darius. Appreciate yeah. it, buddy. Yeah, so they were already uh, in the mindset that someone could be trying something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, more and more, I'm having, I'm, I'm agreeing uh, with Mr. Phillips' assessment. of It seems like this was a guy who was... Looking to be killed? Yeah. Kind of the you know the suicide by cop kind of thing, which sucks. I mean it. And I and I heard somebody talking on the Berk Show today about it while I was shooting hoops. I like to I like to listen to the Berk Show while I'm shooting hoops over at RDV. But basically saying you know it's a bad situation all around because you know the family now has to deal with this and you know the air marshal is going to have to live with this for the rest of his life. That's you know? the thing. When people, if this is a, a suicide by cop type thing, people who can't just do it themselves, 
make me sick because you were putting someone else through a highly traumatic situation just because you can't bring yourself to kill yourself. Right, exactly. I mean, there's so many ways you could kill yourself. So many ways that aren't even tough. Yeah, but don't mess up someone else. Like, you know, you've got, like, those train conductors. Mm -hmm. Who... Run uh, over someone because... Right. And they can't stop. And there's nothing you can do, you know, if you're in that train. Just the whole same thing. Chris in Orlando, you're in the high down road radio. What's up, Chris? Hey, how you doing? I just had an alternative. Mm -hmm. What do you think about if they tasing them? Well, he's... It's more... More effective than, you know what I mean? Like, what do you think the outcome would have been? As far as a taser goes, I mean, I guess the guy probably wouldn't have died. Well, tasers are also killing people nowadays, too. Mm. The only problem is how many weapons, you know, are you, do yeah. you have, do you also, do you have a taser and a gun? Do you only yeah, pull mean, you out one have, like, or the other? Yeah. Plus, if you think they have a bomb, you don't exactly want to go sending electricity through them. That's a good point. Look at you, douche jaw smart over there. Yeah, because what if you accidentally sit the, uh, yeah. hit the taser? Yeah, you're like you, you're you the totally, you totally miss him and he goes right into the bomb. Yeah, so maybe a taser wouldn't work. <laughs> Alan, you're gonna say the same thing about a taser? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you well, know, I was gonna say I was gonna talk about the uh, the grandmother that got tasered too. Anyway, I mean, to me it was like she didn't deserve to be to have anything happen to her, and this guy was a perfect candidate to be tasered. Yeah. I, what's the grandmother that got tased? I didn't hear about this. What's that, Alan? Oh, yeah, that was a, uh, there was a, a I, I heard it from the Today Show. Hmm. There was some grandmother that, that and, and it was a cop that, that tased her. I don't even know what, what the whole reason was or anything. Was there video of it? Uh, you know, I'm not sure. No, there was no video on, on the Today Show, uh, but they were talking about it. And, uh, I mean, to me it was just, you know, a typical police tasering an old lady <laughs> when, when they just restrain her, you would think. And, uh, I want to see video of that. Yeah, that's got to be the funniest video on earth of a grandma getting tasered. Hey, thank you, Alex. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine that? Yeah, I know. All right, Tommy says I hope it's that bitch that won my prize last night at the party. You are angry, dude. He. Oh, we'll talk about it later. We got to talk about the Claire Channel Christmas party and how Tommy got hosed. Like he isn't already kind of getting the shaft. <laughs> then he got it even more at the Christmas party. And uh, I ended up getting hosed too. Really? Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that, too. I had no idea. I don't even know about this one. Oh, boy. It was my fault I got hosed, so I'm not pissed at anybody, but I should have uh, been walking home with a nice appliance. Get the hell out of here. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll have to talk about that. Let's go to Richard Melbourne next up in the hideout. What's up, buddy? How you doing, guys? All right. I, 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 just, I have a hard time even remotely identifying this as a success. If you noticed afterwards, it was they, they had the dogs go through all the luggage, and they found Alpazar's luggage. The dogs thought they smelled explosives, so then they blew up his luggage. The dogs weren't right either. Yeah, you know, and this is a case of we spent twelve billion dollars, twenty something years on Sky Marshals. This is the first time they've ever fired their weapons, and after twenty-two years and twelve billion bucks, this is what America gets. For paranoia. Now, now, you know, dude, see, you were thinking along the same lines as me in that, and I was talking to Dubs about this during the commercial break, it's tough for me to consider it a success when the guy wasn't a terrorist. Right. You and killed... We had no way to detect. I mean, you know, there was, there was no communication between people on the plane that knew he did, that there had been a problem. She had told the stewardess 
that he was bipolar prior to this. CNN had I a wonderful witness, that. that old lady that was sitting behind her during the earlier flight the whole way, mm-hmm. that gave, spent 20 minutes explaining exactly what happened. There was no mention of bomb. By the way, guys, I hate to be a real cynic, but give it a couple of weeks, we may find out the guy never said bomb. I mean, you know, you know you, that could be true. No, I, no, I hear you, Richard. Thank you for the phone call, man. Uh, we may never know if the guy's alone in the jetway with the marshals. You may never know whether or not. And I'm telling you, this is conspiracy theory stuff, and I don't mean to throw it out there like this. But it's part of questioning what happens. This is what happens during an investigation. And here in the high we're doing our own investigation because we're journalists. And we like journalists. Without bias. Yeah, we like to get down to the to the uh, facts, the nitty-gritty, and expose it for what it is. In fact, I changed my major ones from journalism to telecommunications. Chew so on I, that. Yeah. Deal with that, sister. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Um, all right, Lewis in Orlando got a differing opinion. What's up, buddy? Yeah, um, well, first of all, about the, the trying to wing the guy thing, mm-hmm. uh, that don't fly, because if you're standing in the vicinity behind this person, law enforcement is trained to shoot at body mass, right. because that has the greatest impact impact at stopping the uh, the projectile, so that if you're behind this person, you're not hopefully you're not going to get hit by this as well, and if you're shooting at arms and legs, you have a greater chance of being hit because it's going to go through that, yeah, that limb mm-hmm. and hit you, and you'll be the first one to sue law enforcement because you were hit uh, when you shouldn't have been hit. Uh, by a stray bullet. So you you you, hit, you shoot for body mass, and that's usually going to kill him because that's where all your vital most of your vital organs are. Mm-hmm. Secondly, mine is my uh, penis, but go ahead. We're all having a <laughs> we're all having a good time out? here playing armchair quarterback. But the bottom line is you don't let yell fire in a crowded theater. You don't say anything about the B word when you're in an airplane airplane terminal or in an aircraft or anything like that because this is what can happen. No, mm-hmm. you're, you're absolutely right about that. You don't even pretend to joke or anything. You just don't do it. That's true. And, and the bottom line is if the guy did have a bomb or something like that, the, the conversation tonight would have been, and, and, and if these air marshals didn't do what they did, the conversation tonight would have been, look, we paid all this money for all these air marshals over these years, and even when they have the opportunity to take a guy down, they didn't. You know what this kind of reminds me of, the air marshals? It's kind of a, like they're umpires. Like, just as an analogy, you never, if an umpire's doing a good job, you never hear about it. Mm-hmm. But as soon right. as they blow a call... Then all of a sudden they're everywhere. Well, they they must feel like uh, they're in a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation where they, you know, if they didn't do it and something happened, it would have been just a mess if they and they did do it. And here's here's my only point. I don't like the term success. But I, you you don't disagree with what they did. No, exactly. I don't ag- disagree with what they did because he he said apparently he said he had a bomb. Although, if he said it, he only said it when it was just him and the marshals. Because nobody else in the plane heard him saying that he had a bomb. So I he, I will give the marshals benefit of the doubt on that he did say bomb, though. I Okay. I will, I'm willing to go there, too, because I wouldn't see why they would need to make it up. You know what I mean? But secondly, because of that, though, I don't think we say it's a success. Because we killed the guy who didn't have a bomb. We didn't stop a terrorist. We stopped a... Bipolar nutbag. Right. Who, worst case scenario, you know, wouldn't have really done anything when it really came down to it. So that's why I'm talking about success, not success. But again, I don't disagree if he dropped the B word. 
I'm going to take a break. Hey, do we have more audio? Hey, play the track two real fast about the uh, from the air marshal spokesperson. I can just tell you that uh, we never fly alone, and we uh, fly more flights uh, since uh, 9-11, both internationally and domestically, and uh, it's a very good chance that uh, you'll have an air marshal on your flight. All right, so they're talking about more than likely you're having an air. Now, I will say this. I will say it is comforting mm-hmm. knowing you got the air marshals there. And especially, too, because the flight, wasn't the flight from Miami to Orlando? Yeah, it was a very short flight. I wouldn't figure those are flights that you have air marshals on. But the the fact that they did throw an air marshal on there and they will throw them on for the short flights is a no, uh, comforting com- feeling. It's comforting. Just for example, too, I wouldn't imagine that they would be doing it um, like you're flying Detroit to Flint. But you, they may. You never know. Again, comforting. Mm-hmm. Um, let's take a break, come back. You guys want to continue on this? We can do it. 407-916-1041, Also, too, uh, Jen from the Jenna Torturers, join us in the second hour. We got a guy who's going to tell us how to be the perfect husband. Yeah. Some sort of a sissy joining us in the uh, third <laughs> hour. And we got to tell you about the Clear Channel Holiday Party. And we got prizes, too. A lot of prizes, a lot of game shows. Oh, are you kidding me? We have a four-pack of passes to see the premiere of The Ringer, starring Johnny Knoxville. Awesome. Tuesday, December 20th. Oh, we got tickets for Static X with El Nino and Opiate. At the house, Opiate for the Masses of the House of Blues. Got a lot of good stuff. Awesome, nice prizes. Not playing around anymore. I will take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. The air marshals did exactly the right thing. I don't see any need to change the legislation. If someone says they have a bomb and you can't control them, they reach into a bag, the air marshal would have been criminally negligent not to take the action he did. Yeah. And, the, you know, unlike old cowboy movies, you just can't shoot to wound or shoot to uh, you know, knock the bomb out of his hand. You're in very close quarters. You have to shoot, and it's tragic what happened. But these guys did exactly the right thing. Representative Peter King of New York talking about it. Um, it's a hideout road radio 104.1 half and dubs. Let's go to uh, Christy in Cape Canaveral. You're next up in the hideout. Ladies first as usual when you call. Go ahead, Christy. I'm calling in favor of the air marshal mm-hmm. because I'm also in law enforcement. And when you're put in situations like that, you know, everybody's going to sit there and complain right. when they make a mistake because somebody's, you know, saying they have a bomb and they really don't. But it's just like the same situations around Halloween or just any time of the year when you get teenagers and they think they're going to be real big and bad and they get replica handguns and they'll go up to a cop and point it at mm-hmm. them. That cop is justified in shooting them even though it's not a real gun. No, now, I, would you would you consider the what the air marshals did a success then? Would you uh, use that term? Would you? Uh, would you yeah, are you, I would. All right, you would. Okay, because again, our point, or at least my point, I don't know what Dubs believes in because I can't even understand what he says. What? Um, is that I do not disagree with what they did if the word bomb was uttered. I don't consider it a success because the guy didn't have a bomb, and they mm-hmm. shot a crazy guy. Again, not blaming anybody, but I don't like the word success being thrown out because if success is stopping a terrorist, that's not what you did. You shot a crazy guy. Thank you, Christy. 407. And again, it's a matter of semantics, but I think semantics are important. They can be. I think it's absolutely important. Um, Let's go to Steve in Orlando. Steve, you're next up in the hideout. What's up, buddy? Hey, um, I'm going to tell you all a little about uh, bipolar disorder. I all already right? know about it. Tommy has it. Uh, you do? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Okay. All right. It's 
It's also called like manic depressive illness. Mm-hmm. It's a brain disorder. It causes shifts in mood and energy and functionality. Uh, there's periods of high, which is mania, and depression, which is the other end of the spectrum. Right. Now, mania is like increased energy. You got a high mood. There's irritability. You get unrealistic unreal- beliefs and uh, that you, ha- you think you have powers. And depression is the other side. But I think what it has to do with this guy on the airplane, um, mania and, and uh, delusions can cause... It's psychosis, uh, and uh, those are like halluc- hallucinations and delusions, yeah. and they can be very extreme. And it's not something that is you could turn off like a switch. No, I, I hey, thank you for the uh, for the info. On yeah, this, uh, a little education be, being bipolar. Now, Darone told us he's going to give us a uh, little lesson in being bisexual. How does that go? And how tough is it? And do you still have the whole highs and lows? Are you delusional from it? No. Yes, you I, are. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Which backside would you rather? Because I know you only like the third input. Is with a man or a woman? Woman. But the man still is no. nice. But you think of a man while doing, doing a woman. It. Yeah. Not at all. More upkeep with the woman. Would you agree it all feels the same? I like those big pickles. See? Mm-hmm. We're sitting here trying to talk about air marshals, and you want to talk about your sexual deviancy. I basically was like one of the girls. Dingleberry Stew, you're up in the hideout on Rural Radio. What you got, buddy? I have a little bit more of a unique take on it. I, I know that Christians believe that if you commit suicide, you go to hell. Now, if the cop kills you, you didn't exactly commit suicide. I mean, you know, the cop shot you. You didn't shoot yourself. Right. So would, would a Christian believe that he would go to hell? I think uh, a Christian would believe that he still goes to hell because he went, if, if that's what happened, uh, no, he, I... would, uh, he would go and do it with the uh, killed. And uh, it's still a form of suicide. Now, you know what I heard, though, is that uh, that's why some of these things happen, though. Because they don't want to commit suicide to go to hell, so they're getting someone else to kill them, so technically they don't have to go to hell. If God has loopholes like that... He does. Hey, hey the, the, God has lots of loopholes, and I, I think he'd give him a big thumbs up. You know, and thank you, uh, Dingleberry Mike, Mike Utley. The ultimate loopholes, you can be the worst person for 72 years, but if you decide in that 73rd year... You accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're getting in. That's a loophole. And that's one I plan on using. <laughs> Andy in Orlando, you're next up in the hideout. What's up, Andy? What's up, fellas? What's going on? Hey, brother. Hey, man, I have some information on that grandma that got tasered. I saw it on the news this morning. Yeah, Tommy found me the video, but I couldn't open it for some reason. Yeah, basically what happened was is there was an older woman that was being detained at a police department. And uh, she was sitting outside of what looked like a booking window, mm-hmm. and uh, she was sitting on a bench. And uh, they had a security camera video that they had showed on the news this morning. And basically, the officer came up and uh, tasered her with the gun and claimed that she was resisting arrest. <laughs> now, see, here's the problem, though. I'd be doing that all the time. I would be running. Stop around. resisting. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Just like in Harold and Kumar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, thank you, Andy. All right, here's all right. Uh, real fast. I didn't mean to actually get into the whole, th- because everybody talked about it a lot, about the air marshal. Um, again, one more time, to define my stance. I don't disagree if the word bomb was used. However, I don't think we should use success when, in fact, there was no bomb and a terrorist wasn't killed. A crazy person was. Now, here, I just want to talk about these other plane disasters real fast and just how there's no mention of them. Um... Remember the TWA 
that went off that uh the TWA flight that went down off the coast. I think it was even leaving New York mm-hmm. and flying overseas. Wasn't it flight 800 or something? Yeah, something like that. And it 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 was. They don't know what happened to it. They got stranded on an island. No, okay, you know that's not what I'm talking about. You're talking about loss. And they have to go into a hatch. No, that's not it. That's not type the same. in numbers. What numbers were they? Four, eight, fifteen. 16, 42. Hmm. Uh, you never hear anything. Like, they could never figure out. Some people even said they thought they saw a missile. Yeah, they, they thought they saw it got shot down. And then remember the other one that never gets brought up? Remember the Egyptian air flight? Do you remember it was like Egyptian air or something like that? Again, I want to say it was out of New York, where the pilot started screaming all these things about Allah and did the nose drive into the ocean. Do you remember this? I do not remember that one. I do remember the one that happened, what was it, a week after 9-11 or two weeks? Actually, it was a month. It was like two months. It was like in December. Yeah. And it was, I want to say it was an American Airlines flight Mm. that Mm. was right over uh, maybe... Manhattan area? No, it wasn't over Manhattan. It was over one of the boroughs, one of the other boroughs. And it, quote, unquote, disintegrated in midair. Yeah. Because it got, it took off too soon. It was some very, very odd thing I going on that I thought it was something there were birds in the engine or yeah, something. Yeah, like a bird flew through. Okay. No, no, I'm serious. No, I know, but I'm saying all three of those are very fishy things. All, I mean, I don't know whether or not, but the fact that we don't even hear anything really about those flights anymore, and you kind of wonder if, um, if it was... Uh, Maybe a terrorist thing. You yeah. going with a conspiracy theory type thing? On all three of those. Because all three of them were very weird. And they all were uh, kind of... All right, here, uh, Matt Albert says it was Flight 100 TWA. Now, he says shot down uh, over Long Island. But I remember there was a whole, hey, what happened to this? And people remember seeing something flying up toward it. Mm-hmm. Then Egyptian Air, I guess, was out of uh, Logan, Boston. And then it was the Airbus over Rockaway Beach, where the quote-unquote tail fell off. The Bronx. All three of these things, very odd, never directly linked to terrorism, but we haven't ever gotten a real story out of it either. Yeah, they've always been kind of, hey, uh, this is what happened, don't talk about it anymore. You know? Let's, uh, Let's just put this behind us. Right. Mostly because... And you never know, like, if I, if it would have been just the one plane that went down in uh, Pennsylvania on 9-11. Mm-hmm. Do you think that would have come out as uh, there was a terrorist on board? I don't know. You never know, man. That's why this freedom of the press and all that stuff is so important. Getting to the bottom of this. Take a quick break. We come back. Jen from the Jenna Torturers. A lot of game shows. Oh, we have the Elite Hate, the second tier. The NIT. And um, so Not much intentionally more. tournament. Right, exactly. It's Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Fabric! It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Half fan dubs on a uh, Thursday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Is this always just going to be one of the coolest songs ever? Danger Zone, no matter... It 
It's it always it's a very coolly gay song. Whenever you hear it though, don't you always go, Yeah. You got your head bobbing. It's danger zone, man. Wishing that you were a pilot. Mm-hmm. It's a danger zone because you just met him and your head's bobbing. <laughs> uh, Kristen in Orlando, you're first up uh, in this segment of the Hideout. Ladies always first. We got Kristen. Uh, thanks. Hi guys. How you doing? All right. That's awesome. I just wanted to say, um, <clears throat> even though I live here in Orlando now, I'm originally from Pennsylvania, and I was in high school when that TWA Flight 800 thing happened. Mm-hmm. And it was actually a high school that was uh, real close to mine, Montoursville, mm-hmm. had a um, French club that was on their trip to Paris. Right. And they were on that plane when it went down. And so, like, every, I mean, obviously the whole French club was lost, and there was big things, big to-dos in my hometown and the surrounding area about, you know, the whole conspiracy theory and was it shot out of the sky and all that. And then, um, excuse me, and then, remember that movie Final Destination? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Remember the whole premise around that, that they were a French club going to Paris? Oh, and you know, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. That movie a, that movie freaks me out too. Just it does, it every does. time you're on a plane, you think of that scene and you're just like, "Oh, Jesus." Hey, thank you, Kristen. Well, Appreciate know, the phone exactly. call. Um Hey, real fast, too. Uh just on the whole defining success. Mhm. I think this analogy works. I could be wrong. But I so you have a standoff maybe. Or maybe, you know, some officers are trying to get someone to halt and stop. And the, because uh, you've even seen, I think this even happened in New York, where a, a guy was going for his wallet, and the officers thought it was a gun. Again, I don't disagree if they felt their life was in danger necessarily to take the person out. But when it turns out it isn't a gun, and it is a black wallet, I don't think even those officers would define that as a success if you, if they shot and they killed that person. Again, you don't disagree with what they did. It was a necessary action that did not lead to uh, a successful mission. Exactly. And I think that's exactly what this is. And yes, I'm arguing semantics, but the semantics are important when it comes to this kind of stuff. It's all semantics. Really, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest, you know... I hate to tie it back to it, but, you know, our administration right now is trying to get out of saying, you know, basically they misled us based on semantics into this war. And so semantics are just very important in life, period. Especially in politics. Uh, Kerry is in his car in 95 in the hideout. What's up, Kerry? Hey, uh, I'm visiting from New York. I got a, pl- a plane today that I had to take off my shoes again. When are they going to stop this? You know, the the shoe. Th- Here's the thing that's always I've always found interesting, Carrie, is that it's all just a big illusion to make you feel safe. Because what was it like? Less than a month ago, they put out a report of what the six billion tons of cargo mm-hmm. each year isn't even screened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean one guy out of out of hundreds of millions of people that flown airplanes had a bomb in his had bomb material in his shoes that could not go off. And everybody's got to take off their shoes. You know, it's just it's it, it's completely about the illusion of safety. That's all yeah, it is, Kerry. Hey, I appreciate the phone call. I mean, even uh, the 9/11 Commission is telling us that we aren't really any safer. There's been all these uh, precautions taken, but none of them have truly made us any safer. Uh, if we 
but we're willing to give up some rights to feel safe. Mm -hmm. Well, you're not any safer. You just ended up giving away rights. When I flew back home to D.C. a couple weeks ago, they actually made me take off my sandals and and put them through the X-ray. Well, I think uh, I think your feet are more of a danger to the rest of the uh, the passengers on that flight than I your think, sandals. I think they wanted to give you shoes. Yeah. With whatever fungus is growing on there. No, that's my back. They're wondering why a Flintstone was getting on the uh, the flight. Ladies first in the hideout, Maryland and Palm Bay. What do you got, Maryland? Hey, I was. Um, I wanted to mention something about the taking off your shoes at the airport. Mm -hmm. This my boyfriend um, last time we flew said he was standing next to a guy who urinated all over the floor around the urinal, so he accidentally stepped in the stuff. <laughs> and, then you, and then you take your shoes and you put them in those little bins, and then the next person puts their purse and their jacket and everything else in there, and just think of all the crap that's going to be on your stuff. So we bring plastic bags with us now to line these bins with so that everybody else's splatter doesn't get on our stuff. Uh, you know what? That's even crazier. you got yeah, some you weird got... germ phobia. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's not going to kill you. Somebody else's urine. Oh, yeah, but it's just, I mean, you're not, there's nothing, it's urine. Everybody deals yeah, with urine. I mean, next time you, next time you, <laughs> next time you put hands on money, think that probably someone has uh, got, had some kind of waste on their hand and handled that money. Here's what I do yeah. sometimes I like to wipe with a 20 just to I laugh guess. at the next person. <laughs> Thank oh, you, Marilyn. No more. Hey, you, you can't even begin. Again, that's the illusion of safety from urine. But you're right, Dubs. You're dealing with urine constantly, mm -hmm. especially you. Well, I mean, I, if I step in it, I usually rub the shoes against my face. Smack myself. Kick myself with them. All right, we got to take a break. Hold on. We'll, we'll go to Katie in Edgewater real fast because we got Jen from the Jenner Tortures next. What do you got, Katie? Hey, um, two things, actually. Mm -hmm. Number one, about the illusion of safety. Number two, about the bipolar thing. Go ahead. Which just... I moved here from New York. I was in New York for September 11th, mm -hmm. and I have to say that traveling back and forth, like I, I prefer the illusion of safety than to watch everyone just get on the plane and not take off our shoes right. and not do anything. Um, because I know that I've never been so scared in my life that day. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel safe anywhere, and I prefer to be searched and stripped and whatever. Take off my shoes. Then come on up here. We'll do we'll do that all <laughs> yeah, to you up here in the studio if you want to stop by. I don't think you're safe in Edgewater. <laughs> no. I think you need to become protected in uh, Maitland. Oh, but I'd rather I'd rather the illusion than than think that nothing's being done at all. And at least it's an attempt. It's it's better than nothing. And also, just one point on the bipolar disorder is my mom has had bipolar since I was born. And she has done some crazy things in my lifetime. I've uh, been arrested at my high school graduation. Oh. And if. All right, if she sounds mother... like a party. Bring her up here to be searched, too. <laughs> yeah. If my mother, you know, threatens a bomb in some situation, I sure as hell would think that someone would shoot her. Yeah. And with with reason, you know, I mean, it's a threat. And although that person may not have been a terrorist and just a crazy person, they still could do just as much harm to other people. Right. So it's just as well that they protect us, even if it is a false alarm, because God forbid they don't protect us. And well, well it, I think, you know, the, the, and thank you for the phone call, Katie. The point, though, is that they're not really protecting us. Mm -hmm. And if you want an illusion, I'll tell you I'm going to pull out. And that that's what we got going on. If you want an illusion, I'll tell you I love you. That is a good illusion. I will tell you those three words if you let me put it in the bad place. Again, semantics. 
right, real fast, Sean and Davenport. Right, so I love to do that to you, but the, no. <laughs> hey, real fast, Sean. We got to we got to get the gin. We okay, got... I'll skip the uh, thing about the uh, airplane and just ask a question. I just moved here. What is up with all the abandoned cars along Route Four? Guys just pull over and leave, seemingly leave their cars there. Oh wow, I don't get e- it. I don't even know. Right, what because know, it's raining? Right, I'm gonna investigate. I have no idea, but uh. I'll put I it out there. I travel up and down Route 4 every day, and there's all these cars all over the place. And I'm just wondering, like, I, don't, I never saw that up in the Northeast. So I'm just wondering why people leave their cars here. When they, when they break down or just because it's raining? What is, what is it every you know, day? You, I was thinking that it, it was broken down cars, but I swear to God, some of these are nice-looking cars. And they're just sitting on the shoulder. Right know, on like, I-4, you, know, you mean? Right. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask. I'm going to see yeah. what that is. Thank you, Sean. Here's what it is. People down here richer than in the Northeast. Yeah, they uh, they they use cars like uh, you know like a twenty dollar bill. Oh, like the condom. You, to the side. The yeah. condom you find on the side of the road. They see something nicer, they walk over and get it, and they leave the other one around the side of the road. Next time you see one, just get in it and try to drive it away. Then you go to Thurston's to get their new one. Mm-hmm. Take a quick break. We come back. Jen from the Jenna Torture Show in St. Pete, one in Fort Lauderdale tomorrow too. We'll talk to her next in the Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. And the way that this gets bid on. The, the people want to take it from you, essentially. Tell me about this. Oh, it was amazing. We, we do this, you know, a couple times a year, and uh, it's, it's a really fun thing that we do. What we do is at the, at the end of a tour or something, we'll, we'll have, you know, some very coveted stage props, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. You know, something that we've used on the tour or that I've worn or whatever. And what we do is we put together this amazing package of items. And what it, and what we do is put those up for bid. And the way that this works is like, say, for example, like I, we put up a, a really, a paddle that I'd used on stage for years and it was in a lot of photos and stuff. And um, people bid on the, on the paddle, but the cool thing is anyone can come and, you know, bid on the items. However, the high bidder has the opportunity to receive the items in person and on stage with the Jenna Torturers. So they will to have get, uh, it be, become an evening of torture with those said items. Oh wow! So you get yeah. those uh, items used on you, and then uh, you get to take them home with you. Exactly. Nice. Uh, I, what? All right, because I've heard of some of the things that go on. I mean, can you describe maybe a couple of the things? Is there any new uh, torture things going on, on on stage? There's always new and fun things to torture. <laughs> what have you found lately? Um, let's see. Well, we we've done a lot of things that involve. It's hard to say on the radio without getting you guys in a lot of trouble. Uh, son well, of a bitch. Give it a try, and we can dump out and yeah, stop you if dump, we need to. Yeah, use a yeah, very third-grade term. You know how to do this. Um, hmm. I, nipples? Are, are nipples a uh, fun part, or does it even go beyond nipples? Are we no, talking genitalia? Genita- oh, absolutely. We go, we go, well, the name is Jenna Tortures, of course. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. Uh, yeah. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, talking to Jen from the Jenna Tortures. Um... All right, are, is stretching involved? We've done stretching, yes. There's <laughs> oh, been some stretching. And the great thing about this show is that it's kick-ass, I mean, rock and roll. I mean, the yeah. Torch is the, the sec, uh, known as the world's sexiest rock band, so it's kick-ass music to go with the stage show. And I will say this. I'm a huge, huge fan of Marilyn Manson. And I remember Ron Bennington telling me uh, that you guys came in, I guess, to the old Ron and Ron show. <laughs> And brought Marilyn Manson. He just basically sat there in the corner with a lunchbox. But, I mean, is it anybody who's a fan of, like, real, true stage show theater, they're going to love this show on uh, tomorrow in Fort Lauderdale on a Saturday in St. Pete? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's great music, and I think what what people um, will notice more than anything, <laughs> that's my dog. All right, torture. Is that what's going on? 
Rubber's nose in it. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's fine. Um, what, they'll, what they'll notice more than anything is that what we do that's, that's really evolved over time is that we've done, um, we've kind of like evolved it into like a storyline and more of a, like a rock opera or something. I see. I love that kind of stuff. I love going to a show and actually watching a show or a, or a play. I love hearing her snap at her dog. Stop it. On the radio. Stop. <laughs> Trying to sell tickets. Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, douche chill Derone for Jen and the Jenna Tortures. Now, when you say stretching, do you mean like you're helping someone out with their hammies? What do no. you What do you mean by stretching? No, genitalia. Genitalia. Yeah. How would you do that? Oh, sometimes. Well, we apply weights and a lot of bands and cords. And sometimes we actually, it, it involves um, one person... Um, Hanging off another body part of another person. What? I know. Uh, I, this is going to be badass Saturday night. I can't wait. I know Hefe is going to be there Saturday night, and I think he might be interested I in w- some weights. I'm going to be uh, sitting in the corner of my lunchbox, just wait, like man. Some people go and they pay a lot of money to get stretched out doing Pilates and stuff. <laughs> this this is, this takes you way beyond. That. <laughs> yes. This is Pilates. Exactly. Yes. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. We have some tickets that we're going to give away for this show. If people want to go see the show again tomorrow in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Saturday night, downtown St. Pete, uh, Janice Landing. Uh, again, I am making the drive all the way down there to check this out because from what I understand, this is just truly one of the great rock and roll shows Absolutely. to go to go see. Um, I, I guess uh, I guess that's really it. I just I just wanted to talk to you and and you know and see what's going on and um, tell you that I'm really excited about Saturday night. I think it's going to be a good time. Anything else that we should expect or know? Well, have you have you planned your outfit yet? That's very important. Uh, now, what kind of outfits are usually uh, required or uh, well, there's, preferred? There's nothing's really required, but I mean, I, I'm just envisioning what would really be hot, in my opinion. What would be hot then? I think that he needs to, like, you know, get out the nair or the shaver. Mm-hmm. I and, agree. Uh, get 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 a clean bottom going and come in some really nice a nice pair of leather chaps. Actually, that is his screen name on AOL, Clean Bottom. So it <laughs> would uh, it would be uh, fitting. <laughs> um, I I absolutely. I was just thinking a nice pink polo shirt and uh, <laughs> some cargos and flip flops. I thought that would make me go uh, frat. Yeah. yeah, that way I go in there and I just kind of mix in real well with everybody. Yeah, flip flops. I don't know. They those aren't going to work. You're gonna definitely need some dancing shoes. Definitely, you know, devil music dancing shoes, and be ready to jump around. Why don't you uh, it's wear? Be fun. Why don't you wear the dress you wore to uh, your um, first Marilyn Manson show? Hi, it was 1997. I was a freshman at Texas Tech University, and yes, I wore a dress once. Um, so what? And may and I tell you what? If I could fit into it. I'd be so happy I probably would put it on for the show. A I show think you should try night. to squeeze it on clean bottom. I so think I'm that... going to recognize you by you're going to be you're going to be uh, you're going to have a target painted on your bottom and you're mm-hmm. going to you're going to have leather chaps. Uh, just another Saturday night, except instead of being in Orlando, I'll be down in St. Pete at a Gina Torture show. We'll definitely bring a bunch of folks. We've also got another Orlando band opening. Um, you guys are familiar with Irrational? In fact, yes, uh, they're big fans of the show. They, I told them they could come up when we talked to you, and then Chunks never got back to them. Oh. They sent me a message on MySpace. But, yeah, they're uh, big MySpacers for sure. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, they're actually big fans of the show, and they said that they uh, were definitely looking forward to that. So, all the information, JennaTortures uh, dot com, and uh, Jen from the JennaTortures. I'll see you Saturday night. I can't wait. I'll be hiding in the corner, but I'll be watching you Saturday night. I'm all right. Re- well, I'm gonna f- I'm firing you guys a song right now over the internet, so you'll have it in a few. Oh, nice. Yes. Perfect. Thank you. We'll cool. Play that when we get back. Thank you, Jen. Appreciate see ya. it. See ya. Nice. She's so hot too. Yeah, she's very hot. She's just uh, striking when you see her in person. I'm thinking, man. I don't know. Would it be well? 
shave my ass, maybe get a chance to hang out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she'd hang out with you uh, if you uh, would shave your ass. Maybe go on stage with her. Would you do that? No. I think she'd be nice. So are people naked on the stage? Mm, yeah, can be. If, dude, if they're stretching out, uh, well, that's what I was. That's dudes. what I'm talking about. Why not? Isn't it? I believe it's an 18 and up show. Can you be nude? Mm-hmm. I guess Flea does it. I can't wait for this. Hey, how many uh, tickets can we give out? Do we know? People want tickets for this? I'm telling you, I'm going to be there Saturday night. Me too. You're not going. I'm you want to play me. a game to give some away? Yeah, if you want to. Yeah, I got a couple of games we can play. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. You want to see Jen and the Jenna Torturers this Saturday night in St. Pete. Uh, call right now and be a winner. Uh, hideout, you're on the air. Hello? Oh, come, what is this? UFO Phil, UFOPhil.com? Yes, this is UFO Phil. I have something very important to tell you. What's what? up? Can you keep secret? Stop. Yes, stop breathing in the phone. I'm going to hurt you. I'm not. You have to stay away from that torture place. You have to stay away from it at all costs. What are you talking about? The torture show, the... Gen torture. Gen torture, yes. What about it? It sounds like a great rock and roll no, show. No, you have to stay away from that. Why? Can you keep a secret? Yes, I can keep... Yes. Because I've been abducted by aliens, and the things that she was describing with the stretching, that's that's all part of what the aliens do. So I'm convinced that this is really a cover-up for an alien abduction that's going to take place. Is it an alien show? Yes. I don't think it's an alien... I don't think that's what it is at all. It absolutely is what it is. And trust me, you don't want those weights hanging from anything on your body because the aliens are very strong and the weights they use are thousands and thousands of pounds. It'll snap you like Play-Doh. Shut the hell up. And I'm already built like Play-Doh, so that actually actually that can't be good for me. Now that I think about it. Just stay away from it. I, right, go. I right, can't say anymore because they're listening. Right, stop breathing in the phone. Beat it. I'm not. What the hell? What the hell? All right, let's take a break and come back. You want to go see Jen and the Jenna Torture Saturday night with me? 407-916-1041-888-978. We got a break. We'll come back. Play the game. What do we What do we want to play? I have a game in chunks. You have your calorie counting game show? Yes, I do. All right, let's do that when we get back okay. then. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. It is a Thursday night. Hefe and Dubs with you. Lines are jammed right now. Trying to win these tickets for the Jen and the Jenna Torture. It's going to be at uh, Janice Landing in downtown St. Pete on Saturday night. I will be at that show. I'm going to decide uh, who's going with me. Um, we got Chunks Calorie Counting Game Show. What's that, Chunks? We have uh, five pair to give out. Beautiful. Nice. All right, let's try to do this. Jack in Jacksonville. Do you want to play the game or you just had something about Jen? Jack. Jack. Yes. What do you have, buddy? Oh, I just wanted to talk about how Jen's a microbiologist. Is she? Yeah, she's a very, very smart chick, too. I'm sure yeah. she is. So not only is she hot, she's she's got the brains to back it. Yeah, and uh, apparently uber talented and just an amazing uh, stage show. Uh, did you yeah. want Did you want to play the game, or is that too far a haul for you? Uh, no, that's too far off for me because I live in Jacksonville. All right, I hear. But, uh, well, thanks for the. No problem. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you. All right. Uh, James and Altamont. James, you want to play? Yes, you betcha. All right, here we go. We're going to do the uh, Chunks Calorie Counting Game Show. 
All right, James, uh, all you have to do is guess which item has more calories, and today I've focused on uh, booze and liquor. <laughs> nice. Of course. Yeah. Um, a simple Kool-Aid shooter, just with the one shot, or a standard Amaretto Sour, which has more calories? Uh, the Amaretto Sour. I'm sorry, sir, that is incorrect. Actually, the Kool-Aid shooter has more calories. How many, oh. in, a Kool how many in a Kool-Aid shooter? Uh, 160 calories. Damn. Yeah. Just, wow. And in the other that little shot. And uh, Amaretto Sour is only 120. All right, you know what? Uh, give wow. give James. All right, you know what? Give him. Give James one more try because he wants to go see the show. All right, no problem. We'll give him another question. One more shot. Come on, right. James. Let's see if you can be a winner. All right, James. Yes. This one should be fairly easy because you might have heard the answer on commercials. Which has more calories? A 12 ounce Miller Lite or a Michelob Ultra? What has more calories? In the Which has more calories? Mick Ultra or a Miller Lite? It's got to be the uh, Miller Lite. Sir, yes, you're going to the show. You got it. Hold on, buddy. Um, hey, Putin, this is what you need to do. Get their name as it appears in their license and their phone number. Mm -hmm. I believe that's all the contact info yeah, that we need. That's and it. And we're doing a guest list thing. Um, Nice. Now, what is it... Uh, in a Miller Lite, isn't it like 97, and in a Mick Ultra, it's like 92 or something? Yeah, it's really close. The uh, Miller Lite's only 100 calories, and the uh, Mick Ultra's 95. But, I mean, the way that Mick Ultra brags, it's like supposed to be the slimmest beer there, but five calories isn't really going to make a difference. Yeah, when you think in total, you're probably maybe having three, four, yeah, you're saving yourself, what, 20, 30 calories? 15, 20, I think Miller Lite tastes better anyways. I like it. Man. I love Mick Ultra. Hey, I'm not going to lie to you. I like them all. Mm-hmm. Any whatever's, in, good whatever's in front of me. Uh, Bob, actually, that's Sir Gary. Hold on, Sir Gary. I don't think you want to go see a gin and the gin of torturers. Bobby and Tampa, you're next up. You ready, my friend? Yeah, ready. All right, here we go. Chunks Calorie Counting Game Show. All right. Which has more calories, Bob? A Mike's Hard Lemonade 16 ounces or a 16 ounce Zima? All right, this is for the chicks. What has more, the Mike's Hard Lemonade or a Zima? I'm going to say the lemonade. Sir, you're going to the show. You are absolutely correct. Hold on. Thank you, speaking spell. Mike's Sir, you are going to the show. Sir, you're going. I've been making fun of Darone before the show, and now it, the voice is stuck in my head. Why are you so head. loud today? Am I? Yeah, turn your mic down, you moron. My ears are shot. I think these pills are screwing with me. <laughs> Good. You're going to be like Russ. Or Ru not Russ. Rush. Huh? All right. What is it? Uh, what's the calorie? Uh, Mike's Hard Lemonade has 345 calories. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, and Azima has 330. They got a lot of calories. Those in them. are very sugary uh, items. Yeah, it's All right, when you get a chance, look it. up the Schmirnoff Green Apple. I love those. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that one is just as. You don't uh, have to do it now, but we, we'll continue on with the game. Yeah, I got two more. All right, let's go to uh, Evan in Altamont. You're next up in the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Here we go, Evan. Chunks Calorie Counting Game Show. Evan. How you doing, man? <laughs> doing right. How you doing? Pretty Wh good. Which has more calories, a Bloody Mary or a wine spritzer? Bloody Mary. Uh, do you want to give the contents of these? Do we, what's in a Bloody yeah, Mary? Bloody Mary's just got the shot of vodka and... Tomato um, juice? And uh, the Bloody Mary mix. Oh, okay. This one has the Bloody Mary mix. And a wine spritzer is uh, mostly just wine and a little bit of uh, soda water. All right, what do you think, Evan? Um, I'm going to have to say the Bloody Mary. Yes, sir, it does have more calories. Uh, <laughs> but it's surprisingly not that much. It's only 95 calories. Uh, why do I hate you talking right now? 
What do you want me to do? What's the other one? What's the wine spritzer? Wine spritzer is only 60 calories. So it's just mostly the wine that you're getting. That's not bad for a drink. No. No, not at all. Oh, by the way, we should talk about what we drank at the Clear Channel party. Mm -hmm. We'll do that after we finish up with the game shows. Um... Okay, so how many more? We have, what, two spots left? You have one question, two spots? Yeah. All right, let's go over to um, Tito in Orlando next up in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Tito? How you doing, my friend? Good, how you doing? All right, here is uh, Chunk's Calorie Counting Game Show. All right, Tito, which has more calories, a margarita or a martini? I'm going to say... I'll I'll say margarita. You're going margarita? Get a lot of sugar, probably? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even I, think about that. I have that. to agree with him on that. All right, you going margarita, Chunks? Yeah. Yes, sir, you're right. You're going to the show. Nice. Right. Yeah. Margarita's got 150 calories, and a martini has 135. That's not bad either, really. I thought it was... Well, what, uh, how many ounces in that? Uh, just just the standard one, same as the same as the Bloody Mary, uh, a glass. What you get in a glass, uh, this is probably the eight-ounce glass. I thought a martini had a lot more calorie-wise. Yeah, that's not bad at yeah, all. It, it, that's actually just mostly liquor, though, yeah, a martini. No, it's not it's liquor and olives. Yeah, it's just really not that much outside stuff mixed in. I, mean, I love a uh, apple teeny. I'm going to go to the Jenner Torture Show in my pink polo shirt. My cargo pants, my flip flops, and drinking apple teeny. Mo. I think I'm gonna be safe. Um. All right. Then what? Do we, I guess we got a couple more plays. We have one pair of tickets left. I tell you what, we'll give out that pair of tickets during the Hideout Headline Game Show. I can dig that. 407-916-1041. That'll come up in the nine o'clock hour. Uh, let's talk to Sir Gary real fast. And uh, get a check of uh, the headlines with the hideout news director, Sagari the Prophet. Sagari! Gary, how are you tonight? Outstanding, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Getting a lot of rain out here in Winter Garden area tonight. Yeah, a lot of rain's going on. I think yeah, it's but... because uh, God is sad that Lennon died 25 years mm-hmm. ago today. Those are uh, tears of sadness. Yeah, I remember the late John Lennon real well. Do you know him? I remember him real well. What did you like about him? Like his voice, hair, his singing voice, and then I like how his songs he sang. Did you like his glasses? Yeah, I like his glasses too. Yeah, his glasses are pretty sweet. Um, uh, what's in the news, Sir Gary? Well, uh, let's talk about this, the situation they had about the Miami the air, air, airplane. I hadn't even guy. heard about that. What happened? Uh, the, the guy, uh, they said he was mentally ill, and uh, he claimed he had a bomb, and so they uh, they shot, shot air marshal shot him. You know? Yeah. I had no idea. Now, Sir Gary. Yes, sir. Pick the cooler glasses: John Lennon glasses or Bret Hart glasses? Uh, John Lennon glasses. Okay. Always John Lennon glasses. How about this one: John Lennon or Bono? Bono. Yeah, Bonos are really cool. I like the fly look. Anything yes, else going on, Sir Gary? Uh, also, um, um, them, them four guys that uh, that killed that uh, killed that um, um. Guy that um, was a, was a, something like a tramp. I don't know what you call him, but they they went to court today and they they got life in prison. I understand. I know. I can. You know what? And I'm glad they did. Yeah, now, but, Sir Gary, John yeah, Lennon glasses or Elton John from Betty and the Jets glasses? Elton John. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you know, I know what you like, Sir Gary. Hey, where are you going to be on Sunday, buddy? I'll be at Sunday. Uh, we'll we'll be back at the new church uh, this coming Sunday. New Hope Every <laughs> Baptist uh, on Plant Street, Cross Street from. Uh, now, uh, Sir Gary, Sir Gary, final question. Elton John glasses or Rick Vaughn, Wild Thing? 
Big Barn Wild Thing. Yeah, Wild Thing. <laughs> All right, Major League. Thank you, Sagari. Yeah. Thank you. God bless you. That was the coolest movie. Wild thing. Give him the heater. <laughs> I, I swear to you, like in every baseball dugout, everybody's just quoting that movie. It's the greatest thing ever. I remember getting goosebumps when he comes out to face the Yankees in the uh, playoff game. Up yours, Joe Boo. Uh, there's so many I want to say. <laughs> Bring that to me, man. Wherever he's, uh, when he throws at him. Some people even copy the glasses. What, is that me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I got Rick Vaughn glasses? I wish I had to... You put the skull and crossbones on them. I wish. If somebody could do that for me, that'd be great. Hey, did you know the other day was like movie quote day or something, like a couple days ago? No. Yeah. I only know because of MySpace. Hey, don't you have a game show coming up based on MySpace, Tommy? Yeah. What is that? you want to explain it to me? I need a catchy name for it. Oh, just we'll tell yeah, you what give, give us uh, uh, the premise, and maybe we can come up with a name for you. Basically, I'll spend hours looking at guys hitting on hot girls on MySpace and just screaming and yelling, you think that's going to work? And uh, so I... Like, cause, because why? Because they're hitting be like, like stupid quotes? Or yeah, something? like, oh my God, you're so hot, you know. Like on their bulletins or whatever? No, just like Comments? on the girls' pictures and mm. stuff. Mm. And it's they always write all these cheesy things, so... I made up a game. Did I actually see it on my friends' pictures, or did I make it up? And some yeah, it's not very catchy. Yeah, I, that's why I was waiting to debut it. Hmm. Well, we won't talk. We won't do it, but maybe we have to have it for tomorrow or something. Yeah. Hmm. If anybody can think of a title, email me. All right. So now they're producing for you. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Albert, we need a live chicken. <laughs> Give him the bucket. That's one of those instant classics mm-hmm. or new classics they always have like on TBS or whatever. Yeah. Did you ever see the third one? I guess uh, Back to the Miners. Back yeah. to the Miners. Actually, wasn't that the fourth or was that the third? Maybe it's the fourth one. The last one where no one's in it. The last one isn't that bad. The guy with the with the guy from uh, Quantum Leap. Only uh, Pedro Serrano was the only original one that came back, right? Yeah. The th- I want to say I think that was the fourth one. I think the third one was god awful. Second one, you know why it was bad? I like the second one. Second one was bad because it was PG. Mm-hmm. That movie needs to be an R. And it didn't have uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah, Omar Epps was fine. Yeah, but you got to have the same character. Yeah, it, it kind of kills me when they do that. I don't. I I can never really get into it truly. It's a movie. Suspend disbelief. Dave and Maitland, you're in the hideout. It's real. Hey, gentlemen, how you doing tonight? Hey, we got, buddy. I got a name for Tommy's game show. Mm-hmm. Pick up or made up. Ooh, I like that. Right, you know what? You win a prize. Hold on. Pretty Very good. good. Thank you. Yeah, he thought of that in about 15 seconds. I want you to get him on the payroll. All right, Tommy, pick up or make up? Or made up. Picked up? Pick, pick up or made up. Well, hold on. Phil says he may have one. we see if we like Phil's better. What do you got, Phil? Hey, I was thinking um, a, a kind of a cool play on words, like friend or foe. And, I'm, and when I say foe, F-A-U-X, which means false. 
Mm. So like seems a little bit too deep, but I I do dig what you're trying to do there. You know what though? I I kind of like that too. The only problem is that it's radio. Yeah, like if, so you if we were on, if we were on TV and yeah, it was we had Conan, some kind of graphics or something. Here's the problem with that, Phil. A little too smart. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's the hideout. So I tried. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, we gotta take a break. Uh, let's talk about the Christmas party when we come back. I like that holiday party. The Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Half Band Dubs live on a Thursday night. Coming up, um, some guy from Best Life Magazine. Tell everybody how to be the perfect husband. Yeah. Um, also, want to remind you too of the show. Gin and the Gin of Torture is going to be uh, tomorrow night in Fort Lauderdale Culture Room. And then coming up on Saturday night, downtown St. Pete at Janice Landing. Ginatortures.com for the info. And uh, very much looking forward to that. It's going to be a good show. I will be there. Also, too, we didn't get a chance to talk about Marilyn Manson got married. I wanted to ask you Oh, did he? That. You didn't hear? I heard he was going to. I didn't know what already went through. Yeah, he married his chick. I mean, that's all I want to ask him. How can Marilyn Manson be the perfect husband? I mean, we'll tie it all together coming up in three, uh, 9 o'clock hour. Plus, also the Hideout Headline Game Show. So we'll have more tickets for the Jenna Tortures during that. Um, however, last night, we were not here. We were in the mixtape form. How did Matt, Matt Mateo do? Anybody get a chance to hear it? He, I know he was hosting the mixtapes. Yeah, I didn't uh, get to hear it because we were there basically through the whole time of the show. Right. So I didn't get to actually hear him uh, introing and outroing everything and doing his thing. Hopefully he talked and did a good job. Yeah, I heard the first segment. He sounded fine. Okay. Decent. Sure. Well, I'm sure it takes a little time to get comfortable in front of that mic and uh, a little nervous at first. All right, people are telling me he's already better than Deuce Joe. Good. I didn't say I was decent. He is passing you up, I'll tell you that. Um, like a bullet. I can't believe they allowed you at the Christmas party, to be honest. I thought you had to be an employee. Hey, did I seem like I was a bad mood? In a bad mood out there? No. Why? SBK was like, hey, you, you seem like you were pissed. Really? I thought you were in a, a, a very jovial mood. Yeah, I thought you were better than I uh, expected. Yeah. You know, because a lot of times you don't enjoy being at these things and uh, well, you know, doing the whole, I mean, and not, not just a company party thing, just the whole atmosphere of being around a lot of people and everything. I mean, that's usually not your thing, and I think you were very uh, social and open to everybody i think so too plus i think where he was off is in the fact that i was very drunk mm-hmm. and when i tend to get that drunk i tend to get quiet mm-hmm. shut down so you don't make an ass of yourself right i do the same thing i thought actually sbk might be might have been in a bad mood for a little bit there yeah it, i think it was the soul brother yeah i think he was giving us a cold shoulder yeah he always comes around and says hi and says hey we need to get together and then he bolts mm-hmm. you know what he is though he's one of those he's a maven he's always mingling you know, knowing everybody, yeah. loving everybody. Although I do got to say, when that comedian Alex Yu was making black jokes, it had to be so odd to be SBK because everyone was just turning and looking at him yeah, to seeing, get SBK's reaction. Seeing if it's okay to react and laugh at it, because if he's laughing at it, then I can laugh at it, and it's all good. Right. Lenny and Deltona here in the hideout. What's up, Lenny? Hey, evening, guys. How y'all doing? Hey there, brother. Hey, listen, what was that guy's name, Matt, that hosted y'all's mixtape last night? Yeah, Matt, Matt Mateo. Man, he did a great job. He really Good. did. Uh, I, I, I called in a couple times because I was out riding around, and I didn't realize it was a mixtape mm-hmm. until I called in the first time. And he said, well, because I was calling in asking if you were taking calls. He said, no, we're doing best of us. I said, ah, okay. Well, then I kind of called in the second time 
kind of riled him up a little bit, I think, because <laughs> when he answered the phone, I said, hey, man, how's it going? Thanks for calling. And he kind of stumbled a little bit and said, okay. And I was like, right, is he, is he, here's the big question. Is he better than Deuce Chill? Uh, Don't say it, dude. Yeah. You say no. it. Uh, right. Yeah, good choice. Right, you got no. Lenny on your side. Hey, thank you, Lenny. Appreciate yeah, the phone thank call. Thank you, Lenny. So we're uh, taking a cat right now. All right, hey, real fast. All right, so we were scamming all kinds of tickets mm -hmm. last night at the Christmas party because they had drink tickets and they had tickets for the raffle. Yeah. Um, I guess let's start with drink tickets first. Do you have a total for the for the amount of drinks the drinks that you had last night at the Christmas party? I had uh, five on ticket, one paid for. Okay. Wow. Then I really scammed. Yeah. Well, I I was get, I had a couple extra ones and I gave them to you because right. I had I had some extra ones in my pocket that I you know and you were out because <laughs> you were drinking a little bit quicker than me. Yeah. In the first hour, I had four seven and sevens. In the first hour, I ended up having a total of seven seven and sevens. In honor of Fez, Miss Fez, mm -hmm. and then one Bud Light. Oh no, Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Yeah, yeah, one Miller Lite. I had a total of eight drinks in four hours. Yeah, I had uh, I had five uh, uh, tequila sunrises and one um, Long Island. So now, when as soon as we get there, we go up to the very top. Nobody's there yet. There are plenty of open seats downstairs because it's at the Improv. We immediately go to the upper level, and so that we could be like the old guys in the Muppets, commenting. Yeah, kind of doing the, the stupid jokes. You have no idea the willpower that it took for me not to throw stuff at the people from 540 and Magic who were downstairs. Just ready to throw things at them, especially because a couple of them are hideous with very hot chicks. Yeah, that, that always pisses you off, too, when you see a DJ walk in with his hot girlfriend and you know doesn't deserve it. I feel like calling a couple people out. I always find it refreshing to see a hot chick with an ugly guy. No, it's one less one that's willing to slum it for you. Yeah, how many of them are there in the fact that one's taken and has had the wool pulled over her eyes? You're looking at it wrong. You say, if that ugly guy can do it, I can do it. No, because he's, he's taking your chance. So, all right, what was the highlight of the night? All right, to me there were two highlights. Okay. First of all, and we're, we don't boast on this show about how well we do, because normally we don't. <laughs> but uh, well that's not true we have had success but we got news last night about how well this show is doing and specifically as of late and i'm not going to give anything, anything specific but but i will tell you this right now you are listening to maybe the fastest growing uh show in the history of orlando radio and the the tipping point that was hit in the month of October, was sick. And so thank you to you, first of all, for that. Appreciate that. Because it is, um, I'll be honest, the numbers are, I was in shock. And actually so was management. So that, for me, that made my night. And it was at that point that I was really, it turned into, all right, we have to be here to kick ass. We're here, we're having fun, you know, let's party with everybody. Let's have more drinks. Uh, exactly. That's when they really started going back as a mm. celebration. So, again, thank you for that. The other highlight is on Monsters.fm, and that was the skit happens. And I even thought about playing it on the show, but it's so long. Mm -hmm. But essentially what happened, and I'm sure you heard about it already a little bit today, 
with uh, Daniel and Blackbean, who were told that they were the employees of the year. And so it was so great because, you know, our, Linda Bird, our general manager, did this great talk up about how tough, you know, how it was such an odd year about this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they really did you know, a lot to make sure that uh, the monsters are kicking ass and everything. A whole long speech, which is funny because it, it's seemed, true. It seemed very heartfelt. It seemed very uh, sincere. And so, so Daniel and Blackman, who were up in the upper level where we were, go all the way down, come all the way to the stage, and Blackbean is in shock. I can't believe this. This is amazing. Just like really. Wow, you know, Daniel was doing the whole. That's not the big. It's not that big a deal, but you know, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, and I, by the way, I love the two of them immensely. Mm-hmm. I mean, those boys are outstanding. And you see all this on Monsters.fm. You have to go watch this. It is so worth your time. So they're going through, and Black Bean's gonna give the speech. He starts saying, "I love this man." I love this man. <laughs> I mean, there's a whole thing talking about Daniel, and Daniel's, uh, yeah, thank you. Um, and then it's it's maybe, there may be two, three minutes into the whole thing. What sold it for me, and you can watch it, if you've seen it on Monsters.fm, you can see Catherine Brown, our program director, jump up yeah, like, like she had been selected on The Price is Right, <laughs> clapping and cheering when Daniel and Blackbean one. Well, the reason it looked like that is because she said uh, I had a I want to kiss Bob shirt on. <laughs> and that's why it looked like the price is right. So, anyway, then, uh, so they're in the middle of giving their speech. And then Linda Berg comes back and says, oh, wait a second. Skit happens. And the place erupts. <laughs> um, and right as she's about to say, you see Daniels go, Skit happens. <laughs> and and it was so funny to watch Daniel's reaction because his immediate, oh, my God, we've been had, we've been embarrassed, was to drop his pants and do a dance. <laughs> he did the uh, the um, uh, Jessica or the Ashley Simpson he did. approach. You he know did, what? Did he, a hold down. He danced the jig. Don't be racist. No, jig. Mm, jig. Yeah. Where it was, okay, you know what? You embarrassed me, but there's no way... That I'm going to allow you to embarrass me because I'm going to uh, drop my drawers. Just to show you it doesn't bother me. <laughs> and, and What Black, kind of gut reaction is that? <laughs> uh, hey, you know, all of us react in different mm-hmm. ways. Blackbean just starts laughing and sitting down. You know what I mean? <laughs> but um, this, the video is on Monsters.fm. You have to go see it. It is so hilarious. And uh, as it turns out, it was all a setup that I guess had been in the works for two months. Wow. With Drunky and uh, Dirty Jim, and I guess even Catherine and everybody was in on it. Oh, Catherine was in on it too, and she she sold it with the Price Is Right jumping up and down, which I love by the way, <laughs> for some reason. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that was great. Now we, that was the highlight. We'll take a break and come back with the low light because. Apparently, Tommy Bateman and J-Dubs both got hosed when it came to the drawings. Mm-hmm. So we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back. Uh, 407-916-1041, 888 
Again, much love to uh, Daniel and Blackbean, which, by the way, I don't want to be. I wouldn't want to be any of the other monsters right now because I'm. I know those two are already plotting. They're aiming, and it's going to be uh, hardcore. I think it's going to be real, real evil, which is going to be great. Monsters in the morning have to listen to them. Okay, right here on Rural Radio 104.1. Quick break. We'll come back. Uh, check it out, monsters.fm, and we'll talk about the lowlights with uh, Bateman and also uh, Dubs in the hideout on Rural Radio 104.1. Thursday night in the hideout, Roll Radio 104.1 coming up. Hideout headline game show, great prizes. Also, too, um, learn how to be the perfect husband. Keep these numbers handy, 407-916-1041, and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Gage Persuasion and Coco, you're in the hideout. What's up, man? What's up, fellas? Ain't talked to you guys in a while. How you doing? I'm all right, man. Uh, I just uh, tuned in. I, I've been busy, so I haven't been able to listen that much. But uh, congratulations on your newfound success. You guys deserve it. You guys are great. Oh, and, uh, thank you, dude. It's good to have something to listen to. But um, is Chunk's in the studio right now? Yeah, he's uh, he's here. Well, he's in his cage. Well, I, I wanted to have like a little serious conversation with him. I told uh, the intern who answered the phone that uh, I was going to break up with him. But, um, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, you know, something this good, I, I don't think I should just throw it away without giving it a chance. And, uh, and if, if he's willing to try to make it work between us, um, you know, after the letter I wrote him and proclaiming, pro- proclaiming my love for him, uh, I don't know, maybe we should go through counseling or something. If, All right, you uh, know, this is a good thing, Chunks. I don't think you just give up on the relationship that you engaged in persuasion had. I think you work it out. I've... I think you talk it over. I think you realize... That sometimes you exchange roles. You don't always have to take it. Maybe he likes to take it too, and you could switch it up a little bit. Don't yeah, be so selfish I mean, in the relationship. I, yeah, it's give and take. I mean, literally, no pun intended. I mean, pun intended. Right. I in intended. I chunks. Yeah, are on. you are you willing to be a top for gaze and persuasion? Oh man, let me think about that. No. Why don't we go to counseling? Why don't you guys set it up? How about this? Do some counseling. Counseling. Like on uh, like Re- on Maury or something. Oh, a nice rest area. I'm not gay. I'd much rather receive. Listen, listen. See, call it what call it what you want. I got gay, the hair. Not gay, whatever. Just I'd much rather receive. It doesn't make you gay. Exactly. It makes you um uh, open-minded. Right. Exactly. Thank you, Gage and Persuasion. That uh, that's weird. You're just oh, in the knowledge now. with that, dude. <laughs> no. Oh, that's taken out of context. All right. What happened to you? Uh, all right. First. Do we want to go with Tommy or you first as to what happened at the Christmas party well, with, the, my, with the prizes? Mine, mine is very quick, so let's go with me first. Um, when we were getting tickets for drinks and everything, they were also giving us tickets for the uh, giveaways. Right. Uh, I ended up scamming about, I would say, 10 to 12 of these tickets for the, the, uh, the prize giveaway, just so I knew I would get something. Ended up, none of my numbers were called. Or so I thought. I reached my pocket. There's three more tickets, and two of them were winners. Oh, you ass! So you probably were going. You would have gone home with a DVD or a nice iPod or something. Yeah, definitely. DVD uh, player. You moron! You were so drunk. Well, I we had something worked out too. Well, that means I lost out on a prize because mm-hmm. I would have taken one and you would have taken one. Mm-hmm. 
I thought I had them all in one pocket, and there was three other ones, which two out of those three other ones in my pocket what are were the winners. Seriously, what are the chances of I, that? I think that was something of, yeah, hey, karma. this is what you get. Karma, karma police got you. Bateman, what happened to you at the Christmas party? Much like Dubs, I um, I won a prize. Mm-hmm. But I actually knew I won the prize. It was the uh, the first prize I gave out, which I guess was the best one. Yeah, the TV DVD combo. Yeah, and um, but uh, I wasn't sure I got it, so I was walking flat down, screen, I think, walking down the steps, and I see them handing it to some old whore, <laughs> and they so they basically gave my prize away. Now, did you say anything? I went up and I asked them, and I go, what what numbers did they call? And I remember it was 221. Yeah. They, were, they repeated 221 about 10 times. And uh, I was walking it, down the steps. And it was uh, sitting on the table, like the winning ticket. They kept the winning ticket out, sitting on the table, so they could have just matched it up and said, yes, you are the one that won. Now, here's the thing, though. I blame it on you, Tommy, because you went directly to the woman instead of to the people who were giving out the prizes. Because I, I didn't know she actually had won it at first. I go, what, what numbers were called? And then she goes... She goes, she was like 695. And I was like, what numbers? And then she said three other numbers. And I was like, you lying bitch, that's not what it was. Did you call her a lying bitch? No, because at first I was like, I didn't know who she was. And now I realized she's here's no what, one. And I should have. Here's what you ought to do you ought to take that winning ticket and a copy of your pay stub and then Xerox it and put it on the compound and saying, look how Clear Channel's effing me. And I think that will help you. I think that'll at least get you some kind of uh, prize. Maybe they'll get another TVD, uh, TV DVD combo. At the combo. very least, someone will talk to you. No. I doubt it. I noticed that uh, broad, too, sitting in the corner, and mm-hmm. she was holding a prize, and she had, like, this smile oh, on like her she face. Got, like she got away she with something? Too. She kept looking at Toffee. <laughs> and I, could, I swear I saw, like, a little smirk. Does it piss you off that... She kept walking by. I was talking to Jack from the Phillips file. The only person that, like, saved me from killing her, basically. She just kept walking by. She's like, look, she's walking by again. Look, there she is again. I'm like, all right, stop pointing it out to me. Did he distract you by letting you play with his beard? Because that's what I like to do with him. No. What? Oh, Evil Jack. My bad. Never mind. No, that's just kidding. stupid old bag. She was doing that for spite, right, too. Hold on, let me say, does it piss you off that she's probably on salary and has, like, three of those at home, and she's just going to re-gift it? And now she's just sitting at home enjoying it? When you, I, when I you hope could she have falls her... and breaks her hip, and then some thug comes and stomps on her face. Ah! I'm serious. I'm not even kidding. I'm not trying to be funny for radio or anything. I'm just trying to, like, you know, say my true feelings. I hope she has a painful, horrible accident. Shock jock. No, it's just true. <laughs> no, that's actually the way he is, to be honest. I'd like to just, you know, like, stick my hand in her mouth and just reach down and, like, grab her by the larynx that way. Just, like, shake it all around. Now, would that get you, whoa, would that get you your DVD uh, TV combo? No, but I'd have more uh, entertainment from reliving that moment than over and ever over? using that, yeah. Mm. Whenever you close your eyes for yoga? Yeah, whatever, <laughs> yoga. I just realized something, too. He's talking all the smack about her. Um, I actually know, found out who she is. Type it to me. All right. I think, but it's not good. I should have thought of this earlier. Slipped my mind. <laughs> You're our producer. <laughs> Stuff like that is not supposed to slip your mind. All right, 407-916-1041, I have to say, though, I'm really pissed now. Oh, get out of here. All right, that's got to piss him off even more. Are you serious? 
<laughs> I'm coming in the vlog. Yeah. I think so. I All think. Right. If that's the case. I, I was talking with Jimmy D, and we think it's her. Well, I don't want to say who it is then, because then it'll give away who Tommy wants to kill. Yeah, that's so good. It wasn't her? All right. The overall one. All right, he says he knows who it is. He's already been staking out her office and her car. She has an office? All right, let's take a break. Yeah, she's that important. Well, what do you think overall? Success? Horrible. Failure? Horrible party. Of the Christmas party. Probably the worst party I've ever been to in my life. Yeah, it sucked. At least you had a good ride to it. Shut up. Ew, is that what you? What's wrong with you? What does that even mean? That's so gay. Whatever that was, was very gay. You should have seen him sitting at the table when we're getting drinks. He tells the waiter that he touches little boys. Like, what? So yeah. He's doing his, like, shtick. He's, he's pretending to be me, pretending to be him. He's like, I touch little boys, thinking he'd be get a nice laugh from the waiter. That's not true at all. In fact, the second I walk up, Chunk says that about me to the waiter. And the waiter thought he was pointing at him, telling me about the waiter. All right, none of this matters. I got ripped off again by this company. And, by the <laughs> way... <laughs> and, by the way, uh, Dubs and I lost out each on a prize, too. And I think that's the saddest of it all. But, overall, success. I loved it. I'm going to go complain to people. Who should I complain to? I say you go directly to Lowry Mays, the head of Clear Channel in San Antonio. No, that's too <laughs> far. No, I think this is a big enough issue. Shoot him an email. Hogan. Uh, either one of those guys. And I think that they will give you a TV. Somebody TV. get Catherine on the phone. Uh, <laughs> She'd rather not talk to you. She loves me. Right. I'll make her. <laughs> Take a break. We'll come back. I'll make Dan watch. All right. Full <laughs> stop. 407-916-1041. Hey, let's come back and find out how to be the perfect husband. Or if you're evil, find out how to not be a good one um, by doing the exact opposite of everything said. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. It is Thursday night in the Hideout. 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Be somebody. Um. All right, Dubs, coming up, Hideout Headline Game Show. Prizes include a four-pack of passes to see the new Knoxville movie. The Ringer, which is going to be uh, epic. Johnny Knoxville. You're the, you're Pretending the, to be retarded to get into the Special Olympics. And win. And also, too, some tickets to see Static X with El Nino and Opiate for the Masses at the House of Blues. So we got some great stuff coming up in the Hideout Headline Game Show. Plus, Kimmy and is it Kate? Cat. Cat. Sorry, I threw an extra E. Uh, hideout massage therapists are here, so we will. I'll be getting the massage during the Hideout Headline Game Show. The thing about uh, trying to get into the Special Olympics, I think it's a very bad move because those, I'm going to, excuse excuse the term, uh, retards, uh, they tend to Why be... Why not just say special people? Mm, okay. Uh, those retards, they, uh, they tend to uh, run faster and lift more than a regular man. So I think you could throw them into the regular Olympics, and uh, if they would run the right way, we would uh, have, a, have a good uh, chance of winning it. Hmm. Well, give yourself the shock jock. Shock jock. They run on their toes. <laughs> it's crazy. I think, I think everyone is supposed to. Like velociraptors. Uh, Dubs, joining us in the hideout to teach us how to be better husbands. Maybe even boyfriends. I think you can relate to everybody. Uh, Jeff, so, how do you say this? Satari? Satari? Satari. Jeff Satari. 
Like the game. Um, from Best Life Magazine, executive editor Jeff. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're hanging in there. Uh, actually, it's uh, very very cool tonight uh, here in the hideout. All right. So here's the thing. Um, I guess on page 78 in the new Best Life Magazine, you guys have an article. Uh, what makes a marriage work? Yeah. Uh, all right, what is it? Tell well, us the answer. You know, we always do these stories in, in Best Life on, uh, you know, marriage and relationships because we find our readers are just totally confused. W women are different species, and, you know, they need some advice on, on how to handle their marriages, their girlfriends, their wives, mm -hmm. that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so what is, uh, are the readers mostly men for Best Life magazine? Oh, yeah, it's a men's magazine. Oh, okay, cool, very cool. Men, 35 and up, mostly married uh, or divorced, going on a second marriage, that kind of thing. Okay, so um, all right, tip number one, maybe, to be the perfect husband, what should that be? Well, uh, the first thing is to expect the worst. Because, because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a very good way of walking. There's into some it. science behind this. No, go ahead. A study at the University of Florida showed dramatic declines in marital satisfaction over the first four years of marriage among couples who had the highest expectations for harmony in a relationship at the beginning of marriage. So, if you're realistic about how difficult cohabitating with someone of the opposite sex can be, you're be you'll be better off. So set the bar low. I agree with that because I think everyone thinks, you know, it's going to be great. Uh, we're going to love each other. We're going to snuggle uh, every night when we go to sleep. We're going to do this, that, and the other. And before you know it, you know, you're pooping in the same bathroom, mad at the other one for not lighting a match, uh, leaving underwear everywhere. Exactly. Getting, getting yeah. drugged to stores you don't want to go to. Buying tampons. Just all the crap that normally you wouldn't want to do, right? Marital bliss is baloney. I mean, it, just, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you need to uh, copyright that and put that on a bumper sticker. You need to write a book. Uh, Jeff uh, Satari, uh, executive editor of Best Life magazine. All right, so don't go into the marriage then with all these high hopes. No, it's probably going to end in divorce, and you're going right. to be happier. And uh, right. it's going to be hell the whole time you're going through it. All right, how right. about... Uh, Which brings us to tip number two. <laughs> uh-huh. Learn to fight. Okay, learn to fight. Okay, and now I'm not saying put on the you know boxing gloves, but learn how to argue. Arguing, you know, we talk to a lot of experts, marital therapists, sex therapists. They say arguing is one of the healthy, healthiest things a couple can can do, and it can also be the doorway to more intimacy. Now, I, so I, make my, up sex. My thing is, I teach the girls not to fight. I teach them to keep your arms down, and uh, it'll be over in a few minutes. Oh, come on, and what it, is it, that? It seems like my relationships have been a lot better and uh, All right, now, more sexual. All right, let me ask you about uh, maybe only on your end. Mm -hmm. um, so then maybe you think all the kids, like it should be mandatory for the guys to take speech and debate class in middle school and high school just to prepare themselves for marriage? That's that's a damn good idea. All right, see, so look at me. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. Uh, Jeff Satari from uh, the executive editor, Best Life Magazine. How to be the perfect husband? All right, we've learned so far: uh, going to the marriage expecting uh, the worst, and learn to fight. What else do you have for us, Jeff? Well, forget sex for a moment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Forgotten. I mean, if the no, I'm being serious now. Right. If the bedroom is the only place the two of you are happy and connect on an intimate level, you really have a major problem on your hands. 
Right. You know, the, really, the happiest couples are those who get along outside of the bedroom. Well, you hear that are. you hear that all the time. Well, the sex is great, but the rest of it, I just couldn't handle. Exactly. So you, you mean know, outside it, the bedroom. All right. So maybe you do this. Maybe you would uh, marry someone that would just be a friend, with the understanding of you're going to get poontang from everywhere else. <laughs> that sounds like you're dating a dude. Well, I wouldn't go that far. But anyway, they, hey, well, I, mean, I mean, it seems like that would maybe work out a little bit better. Imagine if you. All right, let's say. Hold on a second, Jeff. We're talking about something. Let's say uh, Dubs. You and I got married. All right, radio mm-hmm. marriage. All right. Um, I'm this top. one will actually work across the other. But all right, so you and I, we're doing the marriage thing, and we have an understanding. We'll be there for each other. We'll uh, split the bills. You know, we'll split the chores. But we go bang uh, bitches. And we're not going to get upset at each other. Don't you think that would work out? Sounds like a uh, a winning combination. But will you get you know offended if I bring another woman home and cheating on my woman? As, as long as you don't bang her in, a, in our bed, then uh, we're sharing a bed. Because well, of course we're married. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, what else do you have? Can we, can we do it like you know the 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 Cleavers where we just have two twins and we're just sleeping? No, that's stupid. That's fifties television. We mm-hmm. do it nowadays where they're really happening. Uh, Jeff, what's the next tip? Well, uh, just uh, an adjunct to that, you know, here's here's a good tip, uh, very proactive. Studies, especially studies at the University of Arizona, have shown that couples who exercise together at the gym end up getting more exercise in the bedroom. Now, I don't know what why that is, but uh, you know. Getting healthy together apparently is good, is good for sex. All right, now I will say this though, and and the other good thing, because I was listening to the monsters talk about this the other day, where, uh, you know, if you work out with your chick, that's probably smarter than getting her a trainer, because a lot of times the chicks who have trainers are banging the trainers, <laughs> so you should be your chick's personal trainer. So that, first of all, I guess in a way she'd want to bang you, you know, mm-hmm. and then secondly she's not off banging the uh, the trainer. Right. In her training bra. How about we do that whole thing where we uh, we get married, we make it into a reality TV show, and we put it on Local 6. And that's what we do. And this like our fighting and stuff. I'm trying to think of a uh, uh, catchy name for it. I think we would already have the music for it. Um, <laughs> Jeff Satari from uh, Best Life Magazine. <laughs> Executive editor. All right, what else should we learn as far as being the best uh, husband we can be? Well, here, here's one. Uh, to be a better husband, offer bribes. <laughs> you know, this seems like a messed up way of living. But you know what? Honestly, it every, may work. everything he's saying I think is realistic. That's the only thing. Honesty isn't always the best policy, but I think he's right. Well, think about it. Remember... When you were desperately trying to get into her pants, you showered her with flowers, candies, gifts, you and know, urine. romantic gifts. <laughs> so, you know, what's changed in ten years of marriage? You gotta, you gotta think back to when you were courting her, and and you know, use some of those tactics. It'll, it'll pay off. Do you think maybe that's what, maybe that's what they do when you get married? Because remember, they didn't give it up immediately right away. So maybe when you get married, the the girl's idea is I'm gonna hold out, so that I can get some of the quote unquote romance or the gifts or prizes or like Dub says urine, hmm? um, for uh, for eventually uh, getting the sex. Maybe that's their whole idea. That's their way of taking it back uh, to the way the relationship started. Stupid bitches figured it out first. Right. 
It's the way of the world. Diamond earrings work. Yeah. Um, all right, anything else uh, that we should know from uh, Best Life magazine there, Jeff? Well, just, you know, I don't know. Are you guys married? Uh, no, divorced. Oh, okay. Uh, Long-term well, relationship, but no marriage here. There's there's a benefit to having a happy marriage. It it helps your health. Really? Yeah, I mean, let me just rattle off a few of these. I'll tell you this, I'm happier now. Go ahead. Married men are less likely than unmarried men to die of heart disease. They have lower blood pressure. They have lower stress. They sleep better. They tend to exercise more. They have a lower rate of prostate cancer, and they outlive unmarried men by almost seven years. So, now, you know. Now, the one thing that does surprise me about that is the working out more thing. I would think if you're single, you'd be uh, hitting the gym more and doing that kind of thing. Married guys working out more so they can get strange. That's or, why they're working or out Or to get out of the house. You would think that, but according to the Centers for Disease and Control, uh, adults who are married are healthier than unmarried adults because they're less likely to smoke, be interactive, or, or drink. All right, so now it seems like marriage could be a positive thing. I I think it is. You married, my, Jeff? My, my wife is listening. Oh, mm. See, that's the problem. I right, tell her what you really think about it right now. <laughs> I love her dearly. Oh, see, that's what I'm saying, you wuss. <laughs> All right, hey, Jeff, I do appreciate it. Best Life Magazine, uh, check it out, What Makes a Marriage Work, uh, this month's uh, edition. Jeff uh, from Best Life Magazine, thank you, buddy. All right, thanks. We'll talk to you. All right, Matt Albert, you have your own tips? Yes. All right, um, Matt, Matt Albert, what do you got, buddy? Rule one is about sex. Okay. Um, the fight will only add to your plight. If she if she fights you, force it on her. What is the only way she's gonna learn? What the hell are you talking about? No. I say. All right, that's why also, you're a 21 year old rule virgin. Two. Rule two: If she cries, she dies. <laughs> what uh, the hell? Chuck Jock. What do you What do you mean? That's not a good tip. Rule three. Discipline works, especially if it's yellow discipline. Okay. <laughs> now, basically, you're just recapping the interview that we did. I'll hold out. You got rule four is rule four about eating. You got to go. Rule four, uh, a marriage that you know, a couple that eats together stays together. All right, plain and simple. All right, thank You're you, welcome. Matt Albert. Matt Albert checking in from Frederick, Maryland. He must their inner thighs stay together. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Dubs, what did we learn from that? All marriages are doomed. Yeah. Well, if you if you go into it thinking it's going to be doomed, you have a better shot of surviving it. Yeah, just don't get all rosy and think yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, don't think it's going to be a uh, TV marriage. Because it's not. Yeah. It's just so not. Your last name's not Seaver. It's Venezia. <laughs> and you suck. <laughs> Honestly, when you think about it, too, I don't even remember what he said, but it all seemed to ring pretty true. Mm-hmm. Learn to fight. I think there was something else too that was in the article about learn to be selfish. You know, I mean that you can't. Here's the if thing. you keep on giving, 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 you're gonna be miserable. Here's, and I'm gonna be honest with you, Phil. When it comes to relationships, uh, take these notes down, children. You gotta find someone who's not gonna try to change you, okay? And when you get someone, you can't try to change them. There's Unless it's part of your fetish and you got diapers and everything going on, then there are feel free to change. six billion people on this earth. All right, there is a match for you. 
But don't settle and think, hey, you know what? All right, I have five. Let's say I have five criteria, okay? And this person meets four out of those five. All right, maybe you date them, but you don't marry them because you're always going to be longing for that one thing that they're missing. Go find the person who hits the five of your five categories. That one thing is a penis. If you try to change them, they're going to resent you. I'm telling you this. I know it for a fact. You can go out there and bang whoever you want to bang, but when it comes to trying to get a life partner, do not settle. Make sure that person compliments you. And then you run with that. And then even, either way, you're going to die. And it's going to be awful, and you're probably going to be lonely, because even if you do get married, she'll die before you. Mm-hmm. And then you got- or die after you, but she'll be at the grocery store, and you'll be stroked out on your bathroom floor. What's that the bitch gets for stealing my prize? Oh, we're just talking about something else. Not really. I hate her. She knows the strokes right around the corner. I hate her. I want to laugh at her while she's stroking on the floor. Because when they marry you, all They'll they want to do on the floor while she is. is steal from you. Yeah! Marriage is nothing but a clear channel Christmas party. <laughs> exactly! Full of thievery and fake faces. Sing it, brother! Liars! And a lot of booze. And booze to make it through! I'm going to get drunk so I can bang you. But then I get drunk and I can't bang you. Perform. Mm -hmm. And what happens? It's a deflated uh, balloon animal. Just like the Christmas party, you want to leave early, but it'll look bad. So you make it through, you stick it through, and in the end... You have nothing to show for it except for four wasted hours or 40 wasted years. Huge ratings and no money. <laughs> the hideout. Here, here. Real Radio 104.1. Oh, hey, hideout headline game show. Call right now. Be a winner. Great prizes. Static X tickets. Uh, Johnny Knoxville. The Ringer tickets. And I'm going to get a massage from the lovely Kimmy and Kat. 407 and star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's a hideout, real radio, 104.1. Welcome to the Headlines Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. Can you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Try open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. Here's the trick. Are you sheep? Falling asleep on your feet. Headlines game show. Hide out game show. Headlines game show. Hide out game show. Headlines game show. Hide out game show. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Rule Radio 104.1, funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Now's your chance to be a winner. Tickets to see The Ringer starring Johnny Knoxville. Also, tickets for Static X with El Nino and Opiate for the Masses. And uh, a lot more going on. 407 916 1041 888 978 1041 
It's star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, Dubs, let's switch. Uh, I'm going to go lay down with the girls, Kimmy and Kat, to give me my massage. World National uh, Local Sports Entertainment. Are we ready to start, Hefe? Yeah! All right, lay down, get uh, get in position to get your full body massage. Oh, yeah. And we does he will... Does have his shoes on? Yes, he does. you got to take those shoes off, Pepe. I, I think my feet stink, though. That's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm sure they've probably smelled much worse. <laughs> Do you want him to take his shirt off also? No, it's not happening. Why not? You uh, It's just your back. No, because that's the worst part of me. Fat back and hairy. Hmm. All right, we'll start with Mark. No, he's got athletic shorts. Mark in Orlando, are you ready to play uh, the high headline game show? Yeah. All right, we have World Local National. Hello. Yes. Hey, hold on, get a better connection. We'll go back to you, okay? Okay. Wow. Hefe, you want to hear something? What? The girls are talking about how solid your calves are. That's like a rock. It is. All right. All right, World National Local Sports Entertainment. All right, we'll go with Sinatra. Sinatra, you're first up on the headline game show. You ready? Yeah, man, I'm ready. All okay. right, what do you pe- what do you pick? Uh, world National uh, Sports Entertainment or World? Uh, let me get some entertainment. <laughs> you said World yeah, twice. I think I did, yeah. <laughs> entertainment? Entertainment yeah. news, uh, multiple choice tonight. Which old TV drama will be remade into a movie? Is it A, Chips, uh, The A-Team, uh, MacGyver, or Three's Company? What was the first one? Chips. Uh, yeah, let me sign up for chips. That's correct. Uh, you know what the hell's going on. Uh, Congratulations, yeah, yeah, Sinatra. Don't forget the happy ending, man. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, turn me over. All right, now, Dubs, do you know who's going to play uh, Ponch in the new chips? You? Uh, no. Uh-huh. I wasn't available. Uh, Fez from that 70s show. Oh, really? Yeah. He has the same hair. Yeah, I think that's actually going to be pretty funny. Now, did you like chips when you were growing up, Dubs? Um, I, I never really uh, started watching it until like probably five years ago on uh, TBS. Right. But I dug it then. It was very uh, queer. Yeah, there was something very odd about it, too. But I guess I liked it because it had a Latin guy at the forefront. Although whenever I played uh, Chips, mm-hmm. I was always John. That goes back to my identity issues. I always wanted to be the white guy. So you actually played chips as a game? Actually, my cousin Sammy and I, chips. whenever you, come on, <laughs> whenever you get, like, you know, on your couch and you have the end, the the rests, uh, the armrests at the end, mm-hmm. we we used to get on the armrests, owies, oh my god, ow, that hurts. We used to get on the armrests and pretend like they were motorcycles. Ew. Yeah, well, you know, you were a kid. You were like seven, eight years old. Right, that really hurt. Oh, Wow. All right, let's continue with the game with Silver Fox over in Winter Spring. Hey, what's up, Silver Fox? How you doing, man? All right, what do you pick? World, local, national, or sports? National. National. All right, here's Putin. National news is true or false tonight, sir. U.S. law enforcement officials stunned by a jury's unwillingness unwillingness to convict a former professor on terrorism charges said they meet they may seek to have him <laughs> deported to the Middle East. True or false? I'm sorry, could you repeat that again? You, uh, you, Putin, do you read these before you uh, go yeah, on Yeah, I'm just not a very okay. good reader. Okay. Uh, U.S. law enforcement officials lost a case against uh, a suspected terrorist, <laughs> and now they're trying to deport him to the Middle East. Is that true or false? False. False. That's completely true. You haven't a clue about the world in which you live. I feel bad for the guy because you don't know how to read. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Miss M- M- F.A. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, that was the um, professor at the University of South Florida. And I guess he had eight charges. They had held him for a long time. Ow, that hurts, right? And, uh, by the way, I'm getting a massage by the lovely Kimmy and Cat. And they couldn't convict him on any of the charges. So they're deciding, eh, you know what? Uh, you were found not guilty. And the uh, jury was deadlocked and a couple of the others. We're just going to send you back to the Middle East. Does that seem fair to you, Dubs? Yeah. Really? Even though he was not guilty? Yeah, well, I mean, you have to, uh... Was he a legal citizen? Yeah, he was, he was here. He was teaching at the University of South Florida. He's a professor. I really don't care. Not me. See, I think I think it's huge. It's to the point now where if you're living here, and you're a productive member of the society, and they think you did something, you didn't. A jury couldn't prove it. They had like three years, almost, I think almost a decade they were building the uh, case against him. And then they decide, hey, you know what? Uh, you're not good enough, or uh, we couldn't convict you. Now we're just going to send you home, even though we have no real reason to send you home. It's so just, they they couldn't get him in jail, so they yeah. did the next best thing. It just I don't know. It doesn't seem fair, especially you know he's a professor here. What do you, I don't I don't know. I didn't get it. I didn't think it was right. All right, let's move on to Mark. Mark in Orlando, are you ready? Yeah. All right, you got world, local, or sports? World. World. World high with Putin. World news is also true or false, sir. Iran's president has expressed doubt that the Holocaust occurred and suggested Israel be moved to Europe. Is that true or false? True. That's correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on. Um. All right, so what, what were the details in this one, Putin? Actually, there really aren't any details. That Iran's is basically president. The, uh, the gist of it. He... He thought that uh, the Holocaust didn't happen, and he wants... All right, what does he mean by move Israel to Europe? He wants like uh, countries like Germany and Spain to give up portions of their territory and create like a little sub-Israel country in Europe. And kind of get rid of those people in Israel and move them there. Yeah, and he said the Zionists can have that part. All right, and I'm going to throw this out here, and uh, Dushchil, you can speak on behalf of the Jewish people. I speak for myself. No, you speak for uh, the entire Jewish uh, religion. Yes, and you are. You are the voice of the faith. Just like I speak for all Latins, and Dub speaks for all rednecks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, is this a good idea or a bad idea? It's a bad idea. Really? Why? Don't you think it'd solve a lot of problems? No. Why should they be moved? When a lot no, of them, when a lot of them have that's, been there, that's what the Indians said too. But they end up working out fine, didn't it? But see, a, a lot of the Jews have always okay. been there. And then the Jews could open casinos. Mm-hmm. Get no, in, get into colleges. The, the, the Jews already made Israel what it is. Why should they leave after they've cultivated the land and really fixed it up? You know why? Then they can move on and make a new place. Yeah, badass. You know, it's just like once once you get an apartment, you get the way you like, and everything it gets boring. So you move to a new one. If they leave, it'll fall apart real quick. You know, well, who cares? They aren't right, there so anymore. Who, are you they, saying the Palestinians don't know how to maintain? I'm not saying they don't know how. Oh, you just said it would fall apart. Well, I think it might. Are they not human beings? Oh, they're human beings. I say this. I think that's what the Jewish people should do. Just move everywhere and make it nice. Mm-hmm. So there they, there they are Fab like Five. A, so they should be like a traveling circus. And <laughs> yeah. They just go around. No, not circus. You said circus. Well, go, what do I you want to call it? Traveling what? No, not traveling. Just make go go make new places badass. If they can't do it, I'm gonna call my Mexican people to do it. Because I think I'm we not get, too worried. I think we get the job done. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, you had the opportunity. Now yeah. you lost out. Sorry. What's next in the hideout headline? All right, we show? got Aaron. Aaron over in Cape Canaveral. 
Uh, what do you pick? We got local and sports. Um, I may or may not be completely drunk off my ass. So I'll let you guys pick a topic for me. How's that? Right. Sports. 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 We're going sports. I'll pick that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sports is fill in the blank. Volusia County Mayland High School will erect a statue to this NBA All-Star who yeah. attended the school. Um, your mom. Does that count? Can I guess this one? Uh, no, but she was actually uh, very popular in the uh, gymnasium floor. Who was it? <laughs> she was about Vin- seven foot. Vince Carter, right? That's correct, Daron. Yes. All right, give Daron a prize. A statue of Vince uh, Carter? Can I, can, I, can I get my prize right now? I want you to be getting a topless massage. You get uh, you get land in Germany. That's what you get. <laughs> I just offered Enjoy you, it. I offered you something good, and you don't even want to take me up on it. Not uh, you. You, the girls. <laughs> um... You're right. such a pervert. All right, who, who all, what, That's what, all I can think about. Right what now. basketball stars do we have from this year? I know there's Vince Carter. Marquise Daniels. Marquise Daniels for the Dallas Mavericks. I know uh, Amari Stoutmeyer. Who else? Aren't there a few others? Just basketball or any sports? Basketball. Just from the area. Mm, none that I can think of offhand. There's a couple of football players, too, though. Who else? We had Warren Sapp out of Apopka. Mm. Uh, Max Starks. I never heard of him. He's a big lineman. He he also played he played for UF. I think he got drafted. All right, let's go move on in the game show. You suck. I'm not a sports guy. All right, we got our last one, and we will give that to Chris in Melbourne. Here we go, Chris. Hideout headline game show, Real Radio 104.1. You're down to local. Hey guys, I'll take local. All right, I think you should take it. (laughs) All right, Chris. uh, Local is multiple choice tonight. Uh, Two cars crashed into what this early this early this morning? Is it A, each other, B, a house, C, a lake, or a line of handicapped children carrying peace signs and kittens? (laughs) I hope it's D. No no matter how hard I wish it would be uh, D, I'm thinking it's A, guys. A? A. Okay, A. Into Uh, each other? yeah, Yeah, no, it's not into each other. They actually crashed both into a house. Oh, nice. All right, they were too nice. Uh, yeah, unless you're living there, unless you were asleep. All right, so what's the story in this one, Putin? Uh, well, a woman was asleep mm-hmm. in her house, and she woke up to a boom, went to the living room, and saw a car and a truck sitting in there. And apparently what happened was the truck uh, came to a T in the road and mm-hmm. didn't turn, went straight into the house, and the car idiot uh, followed him. <laughs> followed him? Like, yeah, just, on purpose? Yeah, like, I'm just going to follow the car in front of me, and boom, into a house they go. Jesus Christ. All right, is alcohol involved? Uh, no mention was made. The Florida Highway Patrol is investigating, but I think they would have come out with that first if it had been. All right, then there may be the dumbest people on earth. Or blindest? How do you not see a house in front of you? Well, you're always taught when uh, driving in the rain to, uh, you know, follow the person in front of you. The, the problem I have <laughs> is the uh, the person that... The second person who hit. Yeah, I mean, the second person is an issue. Did they rear-end, or did they end up hitting a different part of the house? Uh, I think they rear-ended slash followed uh, the truck through the hole in the house. Maybe at the last second swerved and hit another part of the house. Was anyone injured? Uh, No. Everybody was in the living room. At what time? Who's in the living room at that early of a time? Uh, I don't know. The woman woke up, though. You okay, Hefe? They're massaging his butt. Yeah, that was great. Although they didn't, um, you know, they could have put their finger somewhere. What? Uh, uh, Is that what you're into? I don't know. Lately, it doesn't seem like a bad idea. What the hell? (laughs) 
Oh. All right, we got to take a break. Oh, uh, my God. During that, uh, the girls will get knuckle deep on Hefe and we'll... Oh, come on. Dump what? that. What? All right, let's come back, Dubs. What do you want to talk about when we come back? <laughs> uh, we have the audio from the Katrina uh, hearings. We have the top ten reasons to drink during the holidays. Chunks has a fat man diary. There's a lot to get done this evening. Phone calls. Um... 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 Star-1041 And your singular wireless phones Kimmy and Kat here Or as we're calling the Butterfingers And the full body massage <laughs> Hey man, I'm not going to you try it Alright, we'll be right back in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Alright, welcome back in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 Hefe and Dubs Thursday night Tomorrow night open door policy, J-Dubs that is right. It uh, starts at 10 o'clock. Everybody can make their way up to the hideout. The door's open. Anybody can come out, hang out, watch the show work. But and uh, you'll also be paying off your Helmet of Pain stunt as well, right? Are the uh, are the girls coming in to uh, punish me? Have we figured that out? Uh, yeah, I think, it, I think it'll probably be tomorrow. Okay. But I'm still kind of waiting back. And Dubs owes a Helmet of Pain, too. Yeah, we're pretty behind on that. Hideout Fantasy Football League. Also, Fantasy Football with Mark St. Amant. And we need to squash the uh, hatred and try to get all the heretics together. Yes. Maybe we can do that while everyone's here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am getting a massage right now, actually laid out, full body massage by the lovely and beautiful and talented Kimmy and Kat. Are they doing a good job? They're epic. Dude. I see Kat's working on your legs right now. Yeah. Yeah. How's she doing? Uh, great. You know what I always thought, too? I always wor- worried that if I was getting a massage, mm-hmm. I would get wood. Are you getting wood? No. Maybe if a cat works up higher on your thighs, it would uh, maybe stimulate you. Here's what it is, though. It's completely, it's not even about sex. I got two incredibly hot chicks with great boobs touching me, Mm -hmm. but the massage is all about me. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It's not even about, I don't know. It's not about them at all. It's all about you and uh, what you need. Yeah, it's always the way it is. What's hurting you the most lately? Everything. Yeah? I'm so What, what, uh, what, uh... If you had a main spot of where, like, the pain is generally coming from, what would you say? I'd say my left uh, uh, ankle slash Achilles heel and my right arm from pitching. Why don't you uh, jump on... Cat, you jump on the ankle and... uh, Hey, they can do whatever they want. They don't need to... I'm I'm trying to help you out. What are you, some sort of a director? Yes. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm directing Cat to make sure that she uh, gets that ankle nice and loose for you. Now, here's the thing. I don't know which one of them I want to accidentally touch the most. Both of them. Because I got my hands in a place where I could easily grab a little something. Is Kimmy wearing panties this time? Probably not. No, she says no. Uh, she, she just said she, no. She shook her head no. Then I could actually just kind of slide my hand over mm-hmm. and give her a massage. Give me some of that lotion. And turn around. Hey, Dubs, the holidays are always big for uh, drinking, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Forbes put out a list of the uh, ten best reasons. What? Forbes? Is that what you said? Yeah, I guess it is. It's Forbes. It's not even uh It's just, it's odd to think that it wasn't an Entertainment Weekly or anything like that. Even Star. Instead, it's Forbes. Uh, yeah, top, ten, ten top... reasons to drink during the holidays. All right. What are uh, are they like numbered one through ten or just, just? No, they're they're basically bolted, so there's not uh, one better reason than the others. Right, but you... uh, there are ten reasons. All right. You know what's odd about this massage real fast when we get back yeah. to it? They're doing such a good job. I'm so relaxed. Mm-hmm. I think they relaxed my uh, bowels. I now need to poop. What? <laughs> I I do. All of a sudden now, I really feel like I could go. 
Like, it's better than... Just uh, do it. Just let it go. Uh, uh, to the point now where I'm afraid... Wow, I'm, they're working that leg pretty good, aren't they? Well, I'm afraid, uh, afraid, afraid to fart. Like, maybe I would have sharted if I go to that. Were, right, they oh, really work, were they really working on your butt? No, they never got to there. Why, why don't they start in the butt, too? All right, whatever. Hefe, uh, I think uh, I think Kimmy's about to take her top off. You want to take a look up there? What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Darone. <laughs> He's been rubbing you this whole break. <laughs> I don't care. What? What does that matter? <clears throat> I'm just saying. When you were talking about getting wood, it was Darone's <laughs> hand on your thigh. <laughs> Notice I said that I wasn't getting wood. So come back, Duran. I'll have three people touching me. Whatever. <laughs> I at least feel that I give a good massage now. Yeah, you were uh, you were working it. Whatever, you sissy. <laughs> All right. Is Duran one of the top reasons to drink during the holidays? He should be. The uncomfortableness uh, that surrounds Duran during the holidays should be a top reason too. But uh, one of the reasons is to tolerate your in-laws, according to Forbes. Yeah, when I was married, I had great in-laws, so that was never really one that I would. I would like, and, and and even too, is it even good to drink around your in-laws when you think about it? It never turns out to be the best thing because then they think that you are just a lush and you've been uh, sponging off of their son or daughter. I would really think drinking around the in-laws would maybe be the worst idea ever because, mm-hmm. you, I don't know, maybe it's me and having the whole thing about having parents like me and respect me that I wouldn't want to get drunk around really authority figures like that. Yeah, and then unless you're... it's like the general manager, then I'm drinking seven, seven, and sevens in a Miller Lite last night at the Christmas party. Also, uh, another reason to uh, drink during the holidays is beer goggles. Uh, who said you <laughs> have to? Who, who said you have to spend the holidays alone? I mean, if you get drunk, maybe you'll find a chick that usually you wouldn't date, but. For the holidays, why not? Are the holidays great for picking up chicks at bars? I think so. I think if you can find one that's stuck alone for the holidays, maybe their first holiday alone and everything, they don't really want to be alone, and they'll uh, they'll hook up for it. All right, 407 Some of the good reasons to drink during the holidays. Now, do you drink during the holidays normally, Hefe? I drink all the time. <laughs> I don't think the holiday... Uh, it doesn't give you particularly uh, more of a reason to drink, though, during the holidays? No, because, I mean, I'll drink during Thanksgiving. I'll drink during Christmas. I don't think it really matters. Uh, one of the other reasons is uh, the best gift to give is usually alcohol, so that usually ends up being a good reason why. All right, you know what? That is a great point. You know, can you even go wrong by giving alcohol as a gift? I, unless you're giving it to someone who's uh, right in the middle of their 12 steps, I think you're fine. <laughs> Maybe. You should probably know the person you're giving it to. Maybe give it to them and say, hey, why not relive the past? You know, it's the holidays. Go back to the glory. <laughs> yeah, they call it the good old days for a reason. Another is uh, New Year's resolutions uh, usually uh, work when you're drunk, so are more attainable. Yeah, I guess you're not going to be so stupid. Mm-hmm. You'll be realistic when you're drinking. Of, all right, I'm not losing 40 pounds this year. Who well, I'll try it? 10. 10 pounds I think I can do within the next 12 months. I say a good goal is to be able to wear this at least the same size that you're wearing, like as a New Year's resolution. Like, all right, next year I want to keep wearing 36s. I don't want to go up to a 38. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think maybe that's more attainable as opposed to the actual losing of weight. 
I like this list, though. Uh, we, we need to take a break, though, Hefe, and we'll get back and we'll get right back into it. All right, recap what we hit so far We've, as far uh, as drinking for the holidays. The, the ten reasons to drink during the holidays from Forbes. Uh, you can tolerate your in-laws more. The beer goggles uh, tend to be a good thing. Um, you get alcohol as a gift a lot, so that seems to uh, be a good reason to drink. You have it for free from your uh, from whoever gave it to you. Right. And uh, the New Year's resolutions seem more attainable when you're drunk. All right, 407 Maybe you got one that they left off. Uh, maybe you don't agree. I don't agree with that in-law one. I think that's a bad, bad idea. It can be a bad, bad uh, thing to do. Oh, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Why don't we all take our shirts off? Welcome back in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. El Jefe and J-Dubs hanging out with you. 407-916-1041, 888 1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. El Jefe hanging out over uh, on the sidelines getting a, a massage. It's epic, dude. You loving it? We're the, we're the most professional radio show in mm-hmm. America. Do you think these girls want to massage you topless? Because I do. What? I don't understand you sometimes. You press and press an issue that you know is not going to happen. I haven't. I feel that I haven't pressed it enough. It could happen. I, I can see you over there. You're pressing it plenty. I guarantee if all you weren't here, they'd be topless given the massage. But because you're here, douche chill, that's part of the problem. I can go hide behind the glass in the other room. I want you to go hide. How do you hide behind glass? I want you to go hide uh, at your home. <laughs> Next to Dancers Royale or wherever it is. Club Harem. Club Harem, yeah. It's not really that close to there. Uh, four you throw a stone to it. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, Dubs, we're in the middle of the top ten reasons to drink during the holidays. Yeah, from uh, Forbes magazine, they put out the top ten are the uh, are ten best reasons to uh, drink during the holidays. And uh, some of the people are jumping in on the phones. We'll go to Adrian in Orlando. Adrian, what's your uh, reason to drink on the holidays? I think this is a good reason. I'm, I'm guilty of this. Mm-hmm. Drinking, drinking away the thought of your ex-girlfriend with her new boyfriend. Oh, dude, yeah, that's got to be one that um, cause, see, and that's one of the reasons specifically in the holiday, like why a, a an actual day sticks out to you because you probably remember, man, it was a year ago at this time that I got her this and she got me that. Yeah, it's the and, memories that just stick with you from that day that make it hurt and, even more. And you know that it was exactly 365 days ago. Yeah, I mean, before you know it's around a year ago, you guys went here or did this or something like that. But on Christmas, you know it's exactly a year. And that for Christmas, she's given her new dude oral for probably the <laughs> 15th time. And she never did it to you. Or she did, but she didn't really like it. Yeah. And then she probably really loves it with him. It was lazy. Right. Scott. Scott on uh, 95. What's your reason? Uh, I think it's the uh, the universal all-encompassing reason for uh, drinking during the holidays, and that would be uh, not being sober. Yeah, just for the good old simple fact of you want to be high. Yeah, you don't want to uh, sit there sober anymore. I don't. I don't really like the drinking during the holidays because I don't like to drink with my family. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing: I don't want to drink around in-laws, but I love to drink around my family because then really? I, can, I love to tell them what I really think. When I drink around my family, that means they're drinking too, usually, and it's just a mess when they're drinking because they're, they're idiots as it is. And when they get some alcohol in them, it takes them down to, uh, you know, maybe a caveman. Yeah, I wouldn't think that your family would be a, a mess, Dubs. No. I would think they're just like with the Forbeses, that it's just that same kind of uh, attitude. 
Another reason on Forbes why I do drink during the holidays is to be the funny guy at the party. Yeah. That never works out, though. The drunk guy is usually not the funny guy. He's usually the annoying guy. Hey, did you notice at the holiday party there weren't too many people, quote-unquote, work in the room? Mm-hmm. I, Which I was uh, very happy about. Usually when you get a bunch of radio people together, everybody's fighting for attention and wants to work the room. It's, it seemed really cool that that wasn't even close to happening. Mm-hmm. And that made me happy. See, back to the drinking around the family. I, I will drink with the immediate family, but have you ever, like, hit on, like, your in-laws? No. Why would you ever do that? I don't know. Why would you? Just I, shut up! How about, like, a, th- a second or third cousin? Like, maybe you get to drinking, you're thinking, you know what? Uh, it's family reunion time. I'm it's never not even blood. Yeah, I'm not talking about people you're related to. Like, No, man. let's talk about people you're related to. Well, I'm out of this one. How about stepbrother, stepsister? How I, about little boys? Would that be better for you, Duran? <laughs> All right, let's be serious for a second. All right, so let's say you want to bang your stepsister. Mm-hmm. Is it okay if the two of you are drunk? Uh, I don't think it's any more okay than if you're uh, sober. Is that a good reason to drink during the holidays, to bang your stepsister? It depends on the stepsister, but, uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't... Would you actually look down on someone for banging their stepsister? I don't think you can. I know a lot of people out there consider that to be just as bad as... It depends on how long she's been a, ste- a stepsister in the family, Since I guess. Since you were four. No. You don't do it. And you she been- was two. No? No. All right, let's say uh, you're 17 and she's... 12? Uh, no, I'm not into that. No, she's uh, 15. And then that's when you guys, like, that's when the family got together. Now you're 27 and she's 25. That's 12 years you've been stepbrother, stepsister. But that's only probably about two or three years living in the same house. All right, let me ask you this. How about you're 27 now and she's 25 now and the family's just not getting together? Is that okay? Yeah. I think that's fine. All right, at what age is it not? Do you have to be out of high school and not living in the same house? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you're still living in the same house, that's really creepy. All right, no, but isn't that the most convenient? Convenient maybe for, like, the first couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, and then and then you got to deal with her all the time. Yeah. Then it's like you have a wife. Mm-hmm. And you're Plus 17. your sister. Right. What if the chick is, like, supermodel hot, though? I mean, just, like, smoking. Then you don't have a chance, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Well, what about you then? I do it, <laughs> Lenny. Lenny and Deltona. Hey, what do you got? Going, guys? Hey, dope. How about uh, talking about reasons to drink during the holidays? Mm-hmm. How about uh, trying to scratch up a living? What do you mean? In other words, uh, you're doing everything you can to pay the bills, and you're worried about the kids having a Christmas, and uh, just to kind of take the edge off. Oh yeah, I mean, come on. I you I know mean, what? That... I'm not talking about going out and buying Glenn Levitt or something. I'm just talking about something to, I mean, because you're stressed out and you're worried about scratching up yeah, the just, you, just the want, you just want to then, drink the wild turkey and get it over with. No. no, not even wild turkey. I'm talking cheap stuff. You <laughs> Natty know? Light. Yeah, you're no, you're right. I think it's a good idea because you're right. There's the extra stress. You know, you're not going to be able to afford the Xbox 360. Yeah. Mainly because you're spending it on booze to take the stress off. And if you weren't drinking and smoking, you'd have a little extra money to buy your kids what they want. But instead, create the stress so you can smoke and drink. Now, uh, one of the reasons on the Forbes list to drink uh, over the holidays, it makes the holidays go by much quicker if you're drunk the whole time. Actually, I would figure drinking slows down time. But if you drink a lot, you're passed out 12 hours out of the day. (laughs) So so that cuts your days in half. 
That's the goal, just to get really, really ass-faced. Oh, we were just talking about the stepsister, Sefe? Yeah. We have Tony on. He was married to his stepsister. What? He's lying. Tony in Titusville, what's up? Hey, what's going on? You married um, your stepsister? Te- technically, technically, I was married to my stepsister. Uh, my mom and uh, her ex-stepfather um, were married, and then uh, me and her became married. So technically... Uh, I was married to my stepsister. All right, well, now let me. Uh, well, how old were you when this was happening? Uh, I was 23, and she was like 21. And that's when you guys first met. Yeah. All right, so we uh, met. We met on Halloween. How'd the uh, how'd the family take it? Did they think you were uh, disgusting? They they were a bit upset at first, but uh, once they realized that we were serious about our relationship and we weren't just banging each other, right. it, uh, it, it it seemed like it was a pretty decent thing. All right, so Hideout Real Radio 104.1, and let me ask you this. Somebody give me some mood music. What was it like the first time you were with your stepsister? Oh, like, man, I was tripping out because I was, I, in the back of my mind I was going... This is my stuff. No, no, hold on. Before you even but, get started, like, where were you? Like, I mean, are you at the movies? I was in my bedroom. Are you guys hanging out in the bedroom getting to know each other? How long had y'all known each other? Uh, we've known each other for about a month. All right, so you've known each other for about a month. Yeah. What is, What does she look like? Uh, she's, she's a beautiful girl, man. And then, so you guys are just sitting there, and then, like, are you talking, or are you just thinking? Well, well we went out to a movie together, and, uh, you know, I kind of reached over, and we held hands. And that's right, uh, the line right there. All right, slow down. Like, how long had you been thinking you want to hold your stepsister's hand? Well, at that point, I wasn't really thinking she was my stepsister. I was just thinking she was a hot chick, and I wanted to get to know her. All right, so you reach over, and you hold her hand. Yeah. Then you go back to your bedroom. What do you, uh, what are you no, doing? No, no, no. The bedroom was, like, about a month later. All right. We went and- to the fair, and then afterwards, <laughs> we were in my room. All right, did you have an basically, elephant here? Pepe, huh? basically, uh, Tony's just telling us, welcome to Florida. I know what I he's saying. I think that's a good story. I think he's just talking about Joe Dirt and just uh, telling us that plot. So, all right, now, real fast, when you end up doing it, yeah. like right, like when you're in the middle of it, do you guys, when you're like making out stuff, do you, do you say, hey, this is so wrong, we shouldn't be doing this? Well, we did actually say that to each other. <laughs> we were like, you know, we are stepbrother and stepsister. And then you just went at it even harder then? Yeah. And it was like, and it was the best climax ever. Ah! I wish it was stepfather. Were you yelling that the whole time? Uh, Dude, this is the greatest story ever. You're a hero. Thank you for the phone call, dude. Thank you, Tony. Hey, did you guys guys break up? Uh, Yeah, actually, uh, we're uh, exes now. Yeah, send that whore our way. That'd be great. Thank you. Wow. See, it seems like it worked out okay for him. He seems to still enjoy the company of the girl just the marriage didn't work how out. awful is that that you you break up and then you're still related you still got to see <laughs> you each still got a deal and that, that definitely is a is a downside to the whole thing because usually if you can break off a relationship you can break it off totally and how do you go to your mom and be like um i just broke up with your daughter or not even not even broke up i'm gonna marry my sister I, Tommy, I know, wanted to bang his stepsister. Yeah, he had a uh, high. I only met her one, one time. But I'm, you wanted it, I, I'm, dude. I'm not looking down. She was on okay. You. I'd like to bang her now with a baseball right to the face. What'd she do to you? Her mom's a. I almost said the oh, C word. You did, Jesus. All right, top another more re, uh, more reasons to drink during the holiday, Doug. Uh, 
Well, uh, one thing is, if you're a uh, happy, loving drunk, it makes a happy, loving holiday. If you're the kind of guy who drinks a lot and hugs people, it's going to be that much more loving of a holiday. What if you get real horny? Well, then you're going to be Tony, banging your sister, step-sister. like an animal. Stepsister. Mm. Welcome to Florida. Like, that ain't going anywhere else, <laughs> and like you wouldn't do it in mid-Michigan. How dare you? What? We got Lincoln Park in Orlando. Lincoln. Hey, guys. What's, What's up, going man? on, man? Hey, did you... Did you? Are you the one that sent me the email of the uh, website you created for the show? Yeah. All right, it was good. Lincoln Park made a little sum up. Oh, did he? Yeah, I got I got to forward it to you. It looks nice. It's on like freewebs.com slash hideout1041. Nice. What's going on, dude? I don't want to hear about you. You can't you can't participate in this discussion, dude. You're too young. Oh, come on. Oh, dude, we're talking about sex with stepsisters and drinking. No. He's ta- he just wants to talk about drinking. Man, I know the reason why I, I drink on the holidays. <laughs> why, you little monster? <laughs> you can sit at the big boy table. Why you drink during the holidays? I already let him go. I well, now I want him to know. <laughs> All right, we got to take a break. Now. Yeah, we're up on a break. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041. On your singular wireless phones, you'll listen to Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I gotta regret right now. I'm feeling there, it's so cold and low. I'm feeling there, let me go in her room. I'm feeling there, I wanna take off her clothes. I'm feeling there. Alright, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I was doing a whole show, I didn't I, even realize my mic was off. I was wondering who you were talking to right there. I, I took my headphones off so I could hear you. <laughs> Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. That's how you get a hold of the hideout. Be somebody. I was just thinking about it, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Popularity of the show just booming. Mm-hmm. Many many thanks to the hair ticks and everybody through Central Florida making it the fastest growing show in the history of Orlando. Uh, and then I look around and basically it's just uh, what we have going on here is like we're in our basement. Yeah, and that's that's actually the feel of the hideout that I like. But I got two very hot chicks massaging me with their C cups. Well, they're not massaging me with their C cups. But they have C cups and they're massaging you. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. One of them D cups. <laughs> really? But uh, I, hey, Dubs, real fast, do you have something odd that you do? Oh, sorry, I was trying to grab her. Um, you have something odd that you do. You're talking about drinking and you got really drunk at the holiday party last mm-hmm. night. Well, my, my thing is when I'm drinking and when I get drunk, I do not go to bed drunk. So I'll stay up until I sober up, and then I'll go to bed. So I was up till about 5.30 last night waiting to sober up before I went to bed. I, why do you do that? Uh, it, I hate the feeling of when you lay down, the room spinning. That is one of the worst feelings in the world. And I find that I if, do- I, if I do go to bed drunk, most of the time I wake up hungover. Uh, you know what's odd? I actually love that feeling of being so drunk that when you lay down... You feel like you're um, falling. Yeah. It's terrible. I can't handle that feeling. Or like you're on that, what are the, not a merry-go-round, but you know those little things where you spin whenever you're on the playground? I guess it would be t- kind of like a merry-go-round. And you'd always jump off of it after you got it going really, really fast. Yeah, I mean, it's a whole dizzy feeling, and uh, I, I've never been a big fan of it. I don't know why. And uh, so I, I will stay up. Every night I drink, I will stay up till about... Uh, uh, five or six in the morning, waiting oh. to sober up. All right, well that sucks then, man, because that just seems like you get a whole thing you got to do. You do. That's what. That's one of the reasons why I don't drink a whole hell of a lot because I have to go through a lot before I can uh, go to bed. Mm-hmm. And how are you feeling today? I feel fine today, like waking up and everything, but I did throw up about six o'clock in the afternoon. 
All right, what do you think that is? Your pregs? Mm-hmm. Uh, who didn't pull out? You. It's mine? Mm-hmm. I'll get it taken care of. Just don't hit me again. Hey, Half Bay, look who it is. Another cat. Cat from East Lansing. Oh, get out of here. Oh, my God, you guys. How's it going? You know, okay, I called back in a while ago, and it's been a while. I've mm-hmm. been with school and work and everything, and I've missed you guys, and I had to call in and say, you guys are sick doing just absolutely incredible things. I'm so impressed. I, here's what's here's what's funny uh, about Cat. Cat called me. We knew her through some stuff that we used to do up at 92 on the Edge in East Lansing. And then she called one night because we were all going out to Latitudes. I got her number and I called her and I'm like, hey, you know, let's hang out. It's been a while since we hung out. And then she never ever called me back. Stood up. Okay, okay wait. This is not okay. I was not blowing you off. Mm. Okay, I was <laughs> I was in transition <laughs> of jobs. And the phone that I had that had your number in it was taken away from me when I switched jobs. Uh, but we're up here every night, and there's a instant phone line right to us. Here's the thing: we no, got no, no. we got and two it, phone but, numbers. But it's taken me a while, and I'm I'm like, you know what? I've gotten over the whole fact that I couldn't get a hold of them, or they couldn't get a hold of me, and I'm just gonna call in because I love these guys, and I just need to say hi and. Whatever embarrassment about not having the job that I had before is over, and I need to say, you guys are just rocking. I'm so happy for you guys, and I'm just so impressed with what you guys have done. I'm just, it's just so cool. Oh, well, thank you. Well, we got to hang out still. I know. All right, well, let's do it then. All right, hold on. Can we get your new number? Or you yeah, gonna we're going we're gonna to put you on hold and uh, give Putin your new number and info for You're us. You're going to okay? stand me up for another six months. Uh, all, right. Uh, all right, hang tight, sweetie. Thank you, Cat. All right. Good to talk. Yeah, Actually, Cat uh, called in uh, our first day here when we hung out with, uh, Shannon, with Burke. Shannon Burke uh, during his show. Yeah, because we worked. She did some stuff for a phone company up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sprint. Yeah, and we. Uh, and because we, of her, I actually I'm, I'm lifelong Sprint. Yeah, I'm I still, still have Sprint. Sprint. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether to like her or be mad at her. <laughs> That's um, true. Uh, I can't get a signal in my place. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Hey, Dubs, did you hear that Mel Gibson is going to do a Holocaust telepic? Now, what's odd about this, a lot of people remember from The Passion of the Christ, they claim that it had very anti-Semitic elements. Do you think that's why he's doing it? Do you think he's doing it to uh, kind of show, hey... I don't hate Jewish people. I'm I'm just you know. I just hate Darone, and that's because he's Darone. Hmm. Um or I know too his father, I think his father's name's like Hutton or something mm-hmm. like that, is one of those people that claims the Holocaust a Holocaust never existed. Yeah. And uh that's the guy who raised Mel and now he's trying to put together a Holocaust pic, uh, movie. Or do you think that's kinda odd that Mel Gibson is doing, you know, a Holocaust movie? I mean, is that like the same as if like Prussian Blue was going to do a musical remake of, like, Amistad? I'd like to see it. I'm sure the N-Bomb would never be uh, in there at all. Do you think it would just be, like, a little biased? Do you, do you feel like it's going to have a lot of credibility? Well, I think uh, I think the credibility would really come if uh, Mike Tyson directed, like, a uh, Lifetime original about rape movie. I, again, that's going to be one of those that's going to worry you just a little. Yeah, like, oh, God, what kind of spin is this going to have on it, I wonder? Right. Or speaking of spin, like if the Fox News Channel is going to do like a whole nice 
uh, retrospective on the life of times, life and times of Bill Clinton. I think they could do a good job with it. Nice and fair and balanced. I don't think it would happen. All right, 407-916-1041, Deuce chill. Yeah. Speaking for the Jewish people. Mm-hmm. Speaking for douche chill. Is um is this is this something you're comfortable with? Where Mel Gibson decides, hey, I want to do this uh, thing on the Holocaust. I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I'd have to see it first. I mean, I did think... you think that Passion of the Christ was anti-Semitic? I actually haven't seen it. From what you, I mean, but I I, I always hear that it's very much anti-Semitic, and I... that uh, apparently like there's a scene with like the Jews beating them for like hours, right? I want hours. Okay. Not a movie, but. Yeah. Well, a very long time, let's yeah. say. Well, yeah, that's what uh, that's what he had in his movie. And do you do you find that anti-Semitic? Well, in a sense. I mean, is that what really happened? I don't know. I wasn't there. I've never read the book. I didn't see the movie. There's a book. Hmm. What's this book you talk about? Is it in the fiction or non-fiction section? I think it should be fiction. I think it's incredibly uh, fiction. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-104. So Mel Gibson. Doing the uh, the Holocaust telepic, would that be like I don't know maybe like Marilyn Manson doing a movie about the conception of Christ? Just no, another that, one of those. That was Mel Gibson doing one. Oh, right, Mel Gibson, Marilyn Manson, I get confused. Mm-hmm. Or what if like it was the Bush administration deciding, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna go into a business of making those instructional tapes uh, for ethics and companies, and you sit down and this is what uh, this is how you be ethical. From the Bush administration, narrated by Dick Cheney. Now, what I don't understand about this uh, telepic or uh, Mel Gibson's father is how can you deny that the Holocaust happened? All right, all right. You know, here's the thing, and I'm not gonna. I want to be open-minded about this. What? I, no, just I want to hear from like the actual reasoning and logic, because I always hear this thrown around about it never happened, but I I just hear them saying it never happened, like never any proof. I think I've seen pictures. I've seen the uh, the the facilities. I'm not up close and personal. Yeah, right. but uh, how, in, in, in all actuality, how can you deny it? I know that's what I'm saying. That's why I'm wondering. Like, what, yeah, like what what possible like uh, scenario could they give? Because there's uh, actually people who believe this. And not educated how, people. No, but how could you how could you get someone to believe this? All right, I'm very. I don't know. I'm always uh, intrigued by that. But here I am. I think I'm a smart person, and I'm convinced that uh, we didn't go to the moon. Have you ever heard, uh, Drone, anybody try to uh, uh, argue the side of the Holocaust never happening? I've never heard anyone argue or the argue that it never happened. You hear people mention that. Um, yeah, you hear it mentioned, but you never hear what the reasoning behind it, why. I mean, it's really hard for them to give you sources and credible facts of that it didn't happen because you can't do it. And how embarrassed would you be if you're Mel Gibson and your dad's running around saying this? Like, what do you do? You, are you just like, oh, come on, Dad, shut up, please? Or do you? Or do, you do you think that he? I mean, usually the person who raises you has a pretty big influence on you. All right, but if that's true, uh, are you sitting there calling Detroit Lions the N word like your dad does? I know, kind of. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one and star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Don't you think it could also be like some just publicity thing that Mel Gibson keeps trying to do? If you keep going to these, all right, who's gonna run it out as publicity? Hey, my dad's an anti-Semite. How's that? Well, not even work just for that you? though. Going from you know the the Passion movie, which is extreme to one side, and then doing this Holocaust. It's all these extremes of historical things, and you're just taking them all the way to one side. 
I, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe he's doing this, trying to uh, kind of uh, take away uh, a lot of people thinking he's anti-Semitic by doing this picture. Hey, do you think because of this, maybe Michael Jackson's going to be inspired to do an after-school special on Nickelodeon about kid touching? <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be a. It'd be a in, uh, infomercial kind of how to do it. Mm. <laughs> All right, you know what? That is different. Then. Instructional videos. Right. You pour the wine into the juice box. You call it Jesus juice. I want hey, let me ask you something. If Jesus were alive today, do you think he'd have like a whole marketing thing going on? Like him, like personally? Like if he were back just like as a prophet, do you think he'd have his own clothing line? Like Jesus Records? Would he have a website? I'm sure he'd have a website. If anything, if anything he'd have a winery, wouldn't he? Now, was that a joke? No. Didn't he make wine? If I had the crickets in front of me, it would uh, be uh, hitting those right now. You're lucky. What was that? You trying to be funny? No, that's the truth. Didn't, call- he, didn't he make you, wine? Are you calling- he didn't make oh, it for a, a living. Are you calling Jesus a drunk? Is that what I just heard? No, I heard he made wine. 407 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. We'll take a very uncomfortable break. We'll be back. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. <laughs> Thursday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Safe and Dubs. 407 916 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Hefe, earlier you told me there was a mystery artist you wanted to play for us, and uh wasn't that bad, actually. No, actually, uh, um, I, I, do we have any more prizes? I, I believe so. I think we can kind yeah, of something do. up. Yeah, we All right, here, I want to give out a prize to someone who can guess... Who this artist is. All right, 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Listen to the song, listen to what's going on, and uh, then give a call in if you think you know who it is. This is shaving. Alright, first question, is it a guy or a girl? I say Clay Aiken. I think Nick Lachey is back in a big way. <laughs> Alright, this is going to be huge in the gay bars. Oh yeah. It makes your head bob. I'll tell you that much. Maybe I'm ready to take on dudes. 407-916-1041. If you can name the mystery artist, you're a winner. Dubs, you know what it is, right? Yeah, I think I can hum along to it. (laughs) (laughs) I'd much rather receive. Here's the hook. Playing with your little buttocks. I'll tell you this. It's not awful. No, actually, because do you want to give any hints for it? No. Considering who it is, yeah, it's not bad at all. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. 
Uh, Chunks, keep us going below us while we take these phone calls. Yeah, I'm gay. <laughs> All right, we'll go That's with... That's not uh, the way you respond. You just nod. Lays first in the hideout with, with Amy. Amy in Orlando. Who's your, uh, your guest? I think it's um, Gwen Stefani. Not Gwen Stefani. No. Not? Actually, okay. I would say this is better than that crap hollowback girl. Oddly enough, it is a hollowback girl who is doing it. No hints. Okay. Joe in Melbourne. Who is it? Joe. Joe, who do you got? I say it's Madonna. Not Madonna either. All right, it's not Madonna. All right, here's a hint. Uh, a whore like Madonna. All right, we got Marty in Melbourne. Marty, who do you think? It sounds very spice girly to me. I'm saying Jerry Hollowell. Jerry Hollowell, no. Hey, actually, not. out of the Spice Girls, which ones you like most? Me? Yeah. Baby. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, she was fat. Baby fat, though. Man, I forgot you have a whole thing. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Trying to take a guess on who this mystery artist is. I like Sporty the most, I think. I like Posh, just because of her hair, though. Yeah. She, had, mm. she had kind of a square body, though. Posh is the hottest. Let's go with Jerry in Winter Springs. Who do you think it is? Uh, I was thinking it might be Lindsay Lohan. Not Lindsay Lohan, either. All right, you know what, though? This mm-hmm. is better than Lindsay Lohan's song. Turn it up a little bit. Yeah, this is going to be huge in the gay clubs. I can see drag shows being done to this already. Mm-hmm. This is going to be on the soundtrack to Tu Wong Fu Part 2. You know, it's I, it, I can go either way on it. It really rides the rim for me. All right. Uh, Any more guesses? Yeah, Putin's screen them right now. 407-916-1041, 1041 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. This is a little wrapped up. We've got the uh, phone lines completely jammed up, though. I got my girls, uh, Kimmy and Kat, massaging. All right. Brian, Brian, what's your guess? <laughs> now, what the hell? Brian Peppers? Now that I see you have your shoes off, I'm going to take a big bite out of it. It's probably a Brian Peppers. No, hang up on him. Let's leave my ankles alone. Come on, let me catch No, protect the ankles. All right, let's go with Billy. Billy, who do you think it is? I think it's Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper? No, not Cindy Lauper either. What happened to her? I don't know. Uh, she was doing a tour like last year. After she did the commercials and everything. No, that's She's right. not looking terrible. Nah. John, John, who do you think it is? That's that little whore, Britney Spears. Not Britney Spears either. She's going to need to, though. She's going to have to get back out on there, on the uh, road. And Drew and Claremont, who do you think it is? Is it that slut Paris Hilton? It Winner. is that slut Paris Hilton. This is the new Paris Hilton hit. <laughs> You're a winner. Hang tight, buddy. Awful. Thank you. <laughs> now, here's the thing, though. You put this up against... Kelly Clarkson, Lindsay Lohan, Ashley Simpson. I think it works, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, I, I think it's definitely just as good as uh, the Lindsay Lohans or the Ashley Simpsons. I play there. the new Lohan. Do we have that one? We have this one. I don't think we have the father one. Who is this one? Lindsay Lohan? Yeah. Your hideout, Real Radio 104.1. You're a whore. Admit it. Admit you're a big whore. Go ahead. <laughs> I hate vagina. 
Now you know what's funny. You know what's funny about these though is that they're all the same kind of like dance beat, synthesized kind of moan talking mumble, not enunciating. It's very very uh, 80s, you know, Material Girl type things. Yeah, you know what? That, that maybe that's why it seems so gay to me because it's mm-hmm. very Hades. All right, we need to be men. Play that Black Eyed Peas junk shut in the up, trunk. Will you shut up? Yeah, this one isn't so gay. Your Ready. ass is mine, J Dub. <laughs> <laughs> what you gonna do with all that junk? All yeah, see, this is this is a song that makes you feel like a man. What? I ate the whole sack. <laughs> You know, I was looking at some more pictures of Fergie, mm-hmm. and she looks kind of tarted. Oh yeah, that's kind of part. Of the, that's part of the lure uh, to her, though. I never really realized it. A little touch, especially the face. Like she, you know what she looks like? She looks like the the chick that's always on like Insider mm-hmm. and Hollywood Access that's had way too much plastic surgery. She's like, and, a, tr- and Oprah's begging her to stop. She's like a, you know, kind of like an animal, beady eyes. <laughs> You think you can make her chase after, like, a rock or something if you do it right? Oh. Or you can, you can throw something and not actually throw it, just kind of put it behind your back and they'll still chase for, after it? Dennis <laughs> Ball, you pretend? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. All right, so there it is, new Paris Hilton. Is it going to be a hit? Um, It'll get play. And do you want it to be a hit? I think it's going to be a hit. Actually, I think it will work out for her. And that's what pisses me off about people who hating on her. She's been pretty successful in everything she's done, except for the movies. Everything's worked out for the uh, the simple life. It seems like the music will probably work out for. Damn it! Isn't it kind of tough for her to fail? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Yeah, it's a good joke, Jones. Genius. <laughs> Are you asking me to dance? Cause I don't swing that way. Dominic gave. I'm the queen. <laughs> All right, you want to rock with the uh, parasol not to the break? Yeah, let's take a break. All right, 407-916-1041, 888 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. I would take the dude. You're a whore, admit it, admit you're a big whore, go ahead. This one's awful. This one's great. This one is not as good as the Paris Hilton, though. Yes, it's definitely better than the Paris. I'm in the closet. And then the guy walks in. It's a hideout row radio 104.1. It is uh, Thursday night, wrapping it up on a Thursday night, Hefe and Dubs. If there's no music behind it, I would love to uh, isolate that nope. out, Tommy. Not happen. Get it anyway, chunks. Yeah, go ahead. How's your uh, back? Thank you, <laughs> thank you to uh, Kimmy and Cat. Yeah, thanks. It was great for the massage. Essentially, for an hour and a half, I got the massage. It was great. All right, next Tom, you get it next time. No, no, I don't want it now. All right, uh, I get somebody good. Oh uh, no, they're <laughs> awesome. Sean and New Smyrna, you're in the hideout. What's up, Sean? Hey, uh, how many how many songs are on that Paris Hilton CD? 
I don't even know if it's in a, if the entire CD's been released it, or if that song's been released. It seems like just that song has hit the internet, and you uh, know, uh, William Hung is a lot better than her. Uh, you know what? And thank you, Sean. I actually have William Hung singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and the Hideout Heretic Choir singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Not now. Tomorrow when the Heretics are here, I want to put it to a vote as to who is better. So kind of run a smash or trash with both of them, a yeah. cage match? Yeah, we'll do a cage match with the two of them and go from there. And he possibly could be right. Uh, you know what? I haven't been to RealRadio.fm yet to see the pictures of Chunks' back. Yeah, you got to go check that out. And you still haven't seen uh, the picture of my niece. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I love the caption. Is that a small vagina? Oh, that is... Whoa! That is awful, Chunks. Yeah, it's like a hole just dug in there. Yeah, it's not fun. It actually does look, it looks, uh... Like a veg. Yeah, I'm, I'm in a lot of pain. I'm, I'm in a lot of pain. His. Not a normal one. It actually looks worse in person. Sweet Jesus. That's from your staph infection? Yeah. Well, it used to be an infection. It's cut out now. Uh-huh. Yeah, they cut it out. You think they were making fun of him? Like You went to the emergency room, right? Yes. You think they were making fun of him? Yeah, this rug burn and lemon to it? No, actually... <laughs> Other said, guys have been shot. You're like, oh, rug burn and a lemon. Yeah, actually, he said that if I waited a little bit longer, it could have been a lot worse, so I could have died. So, no, he didn't laugh. Ass. Don't you feel like a jackass now, huh? No. You want the sandal? I just feel bad. Then zip it. I'm in a lot of pain right now. I don't need your crapola. I just feel bad for the guy with I'm the gunshot wound. I'm not bucks and you're trying to be Mr. Funny Man. Zip it. <laughs> yeah, and that horse stole my prize last night. All right, boys, calm down. Doctor, someone's been shot, and another guy has rug burn. By the way, there's a link, to the, was in it. link to the Jenner tortures on uh, the hideout page on realradio.fm. Oh, there's a video about a Paris Hilton nip slip. I didn't even see this. Yeah, right on your website, right there. Get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Why is it whenever Daron is on a mic, for some reason, there's just a big air ambiance going on? It's probably my booming voice. You're right. This, this, yeah. Every time. That's not me. No, it when is. you when you used to sit over here, it always just happened, too. It, all right, have you been onto the website? we got some badass stuff on there. RealRadio.fm hideout page. Videos. Audio, pictures of chunks of second anus. <laughs> the hey, first one the... wasn't uh, fitting enough. Hey, tell them what the doctor said to you when you went in today. Why are you gaining weight? Uh, he didn't say that. What did he say? Hey, the guy, like, he, he pulls the, rips the Kleenex or whatever they put in my back. He's like, gauze pad. Yeah, he's like, oh, you got a pretty big hole back there. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. <laughs> He's like, well, that's going to feel real weird when you touch it. I'm like, yeah, I bet. He's like, well, it's going to be uncomfortable. He just keeps telling me this obvious stuff. He's getting mad. Doc Obvious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gay. No. Also on the the hideout page, we have uh, links to the heretic pages. Yeah, what's the latest going on there? I think they're starting to get along fine. The heretics need to unite. We're all on the same side. We're fighting the evil elsewhere in the world. There's uh, on uh, hideoutheretics.net. I'm leaning more towards that one. But um, I really, I love the heretics.hideout.com. I love the photo section of the heretics, heretics. Which, by the way, hot Heather in tonight bringing pizza. Her pictures are on there. 
beautiful. Brian, I like the net too, though. Brian, yeah, on the net one, the good one. They just posted the good one. Don't do, don't start that. <laughs> Brian Peppers posted a, a recipe about Hefe's ankles. Oh, there. really? What the hell? And there's a poll: Who's better looking, me or uh, Brad Pitt? I'm winning. Yeah, I did see that. I said Brian I'm, Peppers. I'm looking to see the uh, the uh, ankle uh, recipe. Giant, Bri- nice. Giant Brian agrees he likes the net one better. He says the other one's for kindergartners. Oh, come on. You know, that's not helping the I'm unity. just passing along the information. All right, what the hell is wrong with this peppers? I want to provide everyone my newest favorite recipe. Two tablespoons black pepper, one cup chicken broth, one cup chunky salsa, two tablespoons... Spoon red pepper flakes, six pounds of Hefe's meaty ankles. Enjoy. And well, that's his, only one ankle. And his signature is Hefe's meaty ankles are nice and tasty. Yummy, yum, yum. All right, I want him banned from Heretic uh, HideoutHeretics.net. We can't, we can't censor posts. Yeah, we aren't like that. We don't censor posts. Free press. <laughs> the press. It's a message board. Same thing. I get all my news from there. It's a pedophile. What? It's a pedophile. Message board? No, there's more than that just going on there. Don't make him angry. Oh, boy. He'll move up to your calves, then. Oh. You like your calves, don't you? By the way, I've seen uh, Brian Peppers on MySpace, and Brian Peppers seems to be a bit of a poon hound on uh, (laughs) MySpace. I just noticed that. I have no idea who it is. I don't either. I swear to God. Yeah, I don't know who put the, uh, maybe it's really Brian. It is really Brian. All of those are really Brian Peppers. All eight different ones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I want to thank Hot Heather for the food. I want to thank Rich Rich in from Philly. He'll be back tomorrow for the open door. Uh, we're all going out tomorrow afterwards. I have to thank the lovely Kimmy and Kat for the best massage I've ever had in my life. I got poop so bad. Thank Daron for it. Yeah, I, I was a part of that. Whatever. In fact, I was doing. As usual, you got you went unnoticed. I was massaging during the part. It's when just you said like you couldn't, I was uh, management and you were unnoticed. Couldn't control your bowels is when I was helping out. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow. Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shenberg middays. What? <laughs> Phillips fall the afternoon. You're li- don't be ashamed to entertain listening to the Hideout, funniest night show in America, best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Fastest growing show in the history of Central Florida. Be somebody and always talk good. Question authority and stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 
goes, it goes. Kick him to the floor, step on him hard, step on him hard. Kick him to the floor, cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.